What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 133 of the Taste of Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. A couple quick reminders to download and play Concrete, Genie, Control, and Destruction All-Stars, all offered for free on PlayStation Plus, uh, Destruction All-Stars on PS5 if you have that. Uh, make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month, randomly picked, is Path of Exile, which is a top-down ARPG, very much like Diablo 2. To play, make sure to download that, play that, and come back at the end of the month for game of the month. We're going to discuss that game as well. We have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel further than liking this video, commenting, sharing, and subscribing. If you're brand new, welcome all new subscribers as well. We've been getting subscribers pretty frequently lately, and it's been awesome. So, welcome to the community. And type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment if you'd like it to be considered on TastyCast. All right. First tasty cast of every month. We discuss game releases, so we're gonna jump into that first. But uh, first off, how the hell are you guys doing? You guys doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about it this episode. But last night, uh, got to watch some announcements for a game I play a lot. So uh, my my hype levels are pretty high right now. So. so him and Chris are gonna have a lot to say. Uh, about something and i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna go ooh ah i like the flashy stuff ooh. and the music yeah um yeah chris how you doing i'm i am also pretty hyped after last night so i'm excited to get to chit and chatting about it with you yeah i'm excited as well we'll also be talking about mass effect that's mm-hmm. chevy didn't even know it was a thing until i told him <laughs> so <laughs> it'll be a genuine surprise and uh yeah so let's just jump into this um Start every taste cast what we've been playing, but today it's the first one of the month, so we're gonna be doing game releases. And uh, yeah, we're gonna go through these game releases, we're gonna talk about them and see if there's any hype for any of these. So we're in February, in case you don't know, you just woke up from a coma for the first time in a while, and uh, you're like, what, what, what month is it? It's February, and uh, you're here for some reason, it's a great place to be. So, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, Control apparently came out on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S February 2nd, uh, which kind of makes sense why it's on. PlayStation Plus. Uh, Destruction All-Stars came out on PlayStation 5 February 2nd as well. Blue Fire on Switch and PC February 4th. Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood rolls right off the tongue. PlayStation 5, Xbox X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC February 4th. And then, uh, just checking what the date is, uh, Connect Edge uh, for PC February 5th. Neo Remastered uh, and Neo two remastered uh both part of the complete edition if you want to buy that on playstation 5 uh february 5th and uh neo 2 remastered also on ps4 february 5th uh the neo collection february 5th it all it all came out on the fifth uh little nightmares 2 playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc february 11th super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury also rolls off the tongue great on the switch february 12th and then king of seas playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc february 18th persona 5 strikers which i've been hearing about forever i'm surprised it's finally coming out playstation 4 switch and pc february 23rd ghost and goblins resurrection coming out on switch february 25th hellpoint switch february 25th bravely default 2 switch February 26th, and last, and most likely least, Retromania Wrestling, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, February 26th. All right, uh, out of all those games, 
any of these games calling to you? Any games you're like, fuck that game? And anything in between? Um, I think it's worth noting as well, Neo uh, 1 and 2 Remastered came out on PC as well. They don't have that listed for some reason. Yeah, so. good, good call. Declare, I kind of botched that shit. There's a collection you can get fucking both games remastered, or if you have the games already and you want the remaster, there's a free update, because I updated Neo 2 to the remastered version for free and deleted all my shit, which is great. So it's, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a good, it, it, I'm glad they gave me the upgrade, but I'm not glad that my save disappeared. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on the, the topic of, of what came out though, um, fortunately you don't have to pay for control on PlayStation cause I already bought it on PC. Um, and then we got it for free on place to plush. So I guess I have the game twice now. Um, I need to sit down and actually like play through, uh, a good chunk of it. I'm hoping to get through all of it. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Destruction All-Stars, I was looking forward to at least trying ever since they announced it with the announcement of the PlayStation 5 and whatnot. So it is neat to be able to, to uh, have access to that as well. Um, Neo 2, I am leaning towards buying because it has customization. And I know Neo 1 had good co-op features. So... Um, I am tempted to get Neo 2. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of good co-op features. It has this thing. I was going to talk about it when we talk about games we're playing. But um, uh, the person playing with you has had to have already beaten the level you're playing. Like Code Vein. Yes. Yeah. Kind of, I think. It's, yeah, pretty much that system. Yeah, because yeah, we had to take turns. Yeah, but we could play, like... We were able to play the same level. Oh, you couldn't revisit it after you like, beat it. Pretty much, I have to. I have to beat the game to come back and play all the levels with you. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's so. it's weird. Um, let's see. Uh, I have a small interest in Persona Five Strikers, but I'm really just kind of not sure about that one. Um, honestly, will probably end up being a pass. And then Bravely Default Two, um, I am interested in because that is kind of Square's answer to bringing back classic style final fantasy games is to make bravely default instead so not know. retro mania wrestling i don't even know what that is I'm not super pumped on that there's a couple other games in there that were mentioned that i just don't know about so uh, it's hard for me to, to comment on one of those was that is a like, oh shit actually <laughs> that could be fun yeah actually that takes me <laughs> back so um yeah, like Blue Fire, I don't know what that is. Um, King of Seas, I don't know what that is. And Hellpoint, I don't know what that is. So, How many games are going to be called Hellpoint? All. Or no, Hellgate. All. They're all the same. They're all the same. Hell game. Chris, any games calling to you? Um, Control is nice to get. Uh, it, this is on the Xbox. I don't know if it's because of it is on there, but it's also offered on Game Pass. So I got that game on my PC yeah, Two now. of these games came on fucking PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Um, the, the the one I'm really fucking hyped for is Neo Two. Um, I haven't had a chance to play it on PlayStation because I was waiting for it to come on PC. Um, so I'm, I'm glad it's finally out on PC. I'm super hyped to play it. Um, it's so good. You're gonna love I, it. It looks so good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to play it. So excited. <laughs> um, I think that's really it, though. The rest of these games, it's I don't oh, really shit. have much of an interest in, to be honest. Man, fuck February. That's what Chris said. You guys all heard it here. Um, I mean, I'm interested in Control. That's why I bought it on PC when it came out. And that's why I got it on PlayStation Plus right now. Um, Destruction All-Stars was also interested in that. I pre-ordered that 
didn't get that, but I got it on PlayStation Plus, so got to play that. We're going to talk about that at the end of the month, so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood. Holy shit. I had somebody go, hey, did you hear about this game? I'm like, uh, kind of, a little bit. And then in the time that I had heard somebody ask me about that, I looked it up, and every video I watched, everybody's like, this game's horrible. I'm like, Ooh. fuck. So I won't be picking that up. Um but shout out to Werewolf Games. Why is there not almost any at all? It's so weird. It's pretty niche. Like, no one can fuck. People love werewolves. It's so, like, not everybody, but fucking, there's a decent amount of people out there that like that kind of shit. There's barely any vampire I mean, games. They had that Sonic game where you were a were- hedgehog. Werehog or whatever the fuck? Yeah. No, it's, yeah, that one. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems like the same audience. So, what you're saying is if anyone uh, has complaints about <laughs> werewolves not being in games, they should just play that game and shut up. Yeah, That's what you're get, saying? Get or cosplay. Chris is being so aggressive today. Um, <laughs> uh, just a recommendation out to put out there because I already have it. Neo 2 and Neo Remaster is awesome. Pick it up if you're interested. If you like Souls-like games, buy the, like If there's any games out there that came from like the Soulsborne genre and like did their own thing to the point where I'm like, these stand alone, Neo. Neo's awesome. Play Neo. Um, I've been playing that recently. We'll talk about that. Um, so I am interested in that. Every game I'm interested in, I have. Um, <laughs> Bravely Default 2. I didn't play the first one, but I was really uh, into it, like what it looked like. I just never got my hands on it because th- that was on DS. DS, yeah, yeah. And I'm not a big mobile guy, but this is on Switch, so I will definitely be playing this. Um, technically mobile, but I'll be playing that shit on a fucking TV. Um, Persona 5 Strikers, I haven't really looked into a whole lot, but that's like their... Um, isn't that like a Dinosaurs type game or something? I like I said, I don't know enough about it. I just which I, one? I know they keep making uh, Persona Five Strikers. Isn't that just like a game where you run on and hit oh. shit? I, I don't know. Somebody will let us know in the comments. Anyway, I think that's what I heard it was, and if that is what it is, uh, I'm curious about that for sure. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. See if I want if I want it. But other than that, I mean that Retro Mania wrestling game. I've never even heard of that game. I just looked at it, and it took me back to like the Sega Genesis Super Nintendo days of wrestling games, which I loved. Um, so I might look into it, but I'm also like not really into wrestling anymore. So like, I don't know if I really care about that too much. So other than that, I mean, it's it's a pretty fucking pretty easy month, which is great because I got three games I've already played, but we'll have to play more of this month and two gaming addictions uh, I have in one month right now. So uh, it's it's a, it's gonna be a tight fucking month for me. So I'm glad there's not a whole lot I got to pick up. I think the the most hype I have though uh, out of this of the games like Little Nightmares Two. I'm curious about as well. Everybody keeps asking me like, "Have you played Little Nightmares?" I'm like, no, not really. Uh, so I'm curious about that a little bit. Um, but Bravely Default Two, I'm really curious about because I never got a chance really to to play and enjoy the first game. So uh, hopefully I can play that without having had played the first game. I don't know if it's like a continuation or if it's like Final Fantasy or it's like its own. I'm not sure. Fucking thing. I don't know. Because the first one was on DS. I I didn't pay it as much heed as. Like if a main title Final Fantasy came out, so yeah. Um, anything else? Anything you definitely don't want to play? Anything that that might have been missed? Do you guys know? Of? Anything I definitely don't want to play? Uh, Retromania Wrestling. <laughs> fair, fair. I definitely um, don't want to play Ghosts and Goblins because I uh, don't want to be that stressed in my life. So. Dude, that game. You <laughs> you talk about it, not you, but anybody talks about the game being difficult. And you're like, yeah, it's really difficult. It's really difficult. And then you play it, and you're like, fuck, I forgot how hard this game is. Yeah. It's harder than I said it was. Because um, in that game, like, when you jump, you commit. Mm-hmm. You, there's no air movement. 
So once you leave the ground, you're just like, well, it's fucking up to God now. <laughs> fucking take me. Um, so, yeah. I think that's everything, though. Mm. Uh, let us know in the comments what games uh, coming out in February February are you interested in playing? Is there anything that uh, these guys missed uh, that you're excited for as well? Maybe an indie title and uh, any games to stay clear of? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Those are very easy. All right, uh, let's jump into what we've been playing, uh, where we talk about games we've been playing in the last week or so. So um, I'll jump in first. My list is actually responsible. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> It's a manageable amount of games. Uh, so three of them that I can't really talk about, but I just want to—I just want to shout out. I did a stream covering uh, the PlayStation Plus games. It's something I think I want to try and do every month before Plus Club, where I play the games in front of you guys. You can see me play them, uh, hang out, talk to me or whatever. But I'm not going to try and reveal too much of my opinion on the game. I mean, I'll say fuck or oh, what the hell was that as I play <laughs> it. But you won't get my finite opinions until uh, Plus Club. But I did a PlayStation or. Uh, Plus Club preview of Concrete Genie Control and Destruction All-Stars. That's up right now. You can go watch that if you're curious about that. So I did play those three games already. I've started... I went... I've gone hard on this month already on the obligations I have. I've already played a lot of Path of Exile already. And... Um, and uh, Concrete Genie Control and Destruction All-Stars. Probably a good thing since it's a short month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like the fifth, and I'd already played all these games like quite a bit. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm ready, dude. Let's go. Yeah, Let's do Plus Club. I try to play at least one of them tonight. So yeah. Um, luckily, Concrete Genie is like a six-hour game. Um, so I didn't beat it, but uh, I might wait till I have a free day for that. Then just try to knock it out. Just knock it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Played all three of those. Played um a shitload of Path of Exile. Uh, that is the game of the month. So make sure to come back at the end of the month uh, to hear that discussion. But um. Here's a hint. I, I I played that game. I've probably put like 20 hours into it already. Um, There's skill trees and loot. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> just kind of catch people up on what I'm doing in Path of Exile. I got my level like 58 character that I didn't touch. And then I started another character. I got to like level 20. And then my uh, main character I've been playing is like 45 or something like that. Um, I'm going to try and hit max level this month with that character. I've been going fucking hard on that character. Uh, it's... Um, an uh, arc witch build. So essentially I just shoot electricity and it arcs into everything and murders everything on the screen. But right now in the build, it even says in the build, it warns you. It's like, you're gonna be a little squishy for a little bit, but it gets better. I'm like, okay, cause Give I'm doing do hate. I'm pretty much, I just walk in and go, <laughs> and everything just dies. But, um, I'm kind of squishy right now. Kind of sucks. But, uh, apparently that will even out as I build further into it. So those, those are all games. I can't really talk about too much, but, um, I've also been playing a shitload of deep rock galactic. Um, been streaming that because uh, it's a really easy game to stream for me um and uh yeah not much to report there outside of uh oh no they just added um a whole new fucking update so the new update uh since we talked about it last has come out and um it's called new frontiers make sure to go check out that video uh i just did a stream of that exploring all the new features they added new songs new dances they have uh pulp fiction dances where they do like the eye thing and then the person has like their hands in the air while their foot's like kind of grinding in one spot uh kind of twisting uh there's a ballerina like pirouette where they just spin um that one's ridiculous and then there's the robot which kind of threw me off because i walked up onto the dance floor and one of the dwarves is just staring at the floor with his arms locked in i was like what is he doing and then he's like moved like a robot real quick i'm like oh okay um (laughs) The new biomes they added, there's two of them. I forgot the name of them. One's Azor. I guess I didn't forget. Uh, one's Azor Weld. Wield. 
um, which looks like Avatar. It's all these plants that glow and shit. I was like, look at this, a non-dark level for Chevy. Um, there's also these flying monsters that you can jump and grab their legs and control them. So you can fly around with them, which is kind of neat. Huh. Um, and then the other place is something bow. I don't remember, but it's this uh, kind of like foresty area. It's like got grass and like uh, tumbleweeds and shit, which is interesting. But it's got these vines that actively will come like breaking through the wall and go through the ground and come out the wall and shit and twist around. And they'll like wrap up and kind of block off entrances. And when you shoot them, they'll like come, go back through the holes. Okay. So it's really interesting. There's also other like vines that are in the wall that have spikes at the end and they have i'm gonna get uh, this update just came out so people don't know this yet a lot of people don't know i'm gonna give you a fucking tip there's these three vines that come out of the wall with like blades at the end of them and they look at you and they'll back up and they'll like slice you from fucking really far away people shoot at them i did this as well and go oh you can't kill them they have a gold ring around where the plant part and the blade part is shoot the ring and when the ring breaks the, the blade will fall off and they'll recede so I just saved you a lot of fucking time and effort. Um, but yeah, the two two new biomes are awesome. Um, I really enjoy them. Uh, after just getting two new mission types, getting two new biomes where those missions can be played as well and all other missions is really cool in a game that's could possibly be a repetitive game if it wasn't um, you know procedurally generated all that shit. We talked about it uh, at length uh, for game of the month, but. Um, so I'm not going to go into that part, but they also added some new dreadnoughts, which are the big bugs that are typically harder to kill. Um, there's a mission type where there's like three eggs that you have to find and shoot, and then a dreadnought will come out and you have to kill them. There's like an elimination mode. Okay. And pretty much if you were a gunner, you would just shoot some zip lines around and just float above them and shoot them until they die. There wasn't really anything special about them outside of they have a lot of health. Um, you need to break a shield and then shoot them. But then there's two new dreadnought types. One has these like little kind of sacks on his body they have to shoot off to break and then eventually it's like this whole process and eventually his armor falls off and you got a certain amount of time to shoot him so kind of similar to the one before but it's a little more advanced and then there's a second type of dreadnought that comes in pairs and it's two of them and they run really fast and they shoot fireballs really quickly and you have to fight both of them at the same time so now that mission feels a little more robust it feels like you're actually fighting a boss and not just like a, a bullet sponge right um so that's really cool to see um They've had all sorts of shit. Uh, Molly, uh, the mule, there's this thing that follows you around. You dump all your resources into it. When you left a mission before, uh, Molly would just walk next to the ship that you're evacuating out of. And it would just like do this real weird janky, just float into the air and go into the ship just to show it came with you. They finally, finally, after all this time, have an animation for that now. A little arm comes out and it has like this like beams coming down and like floats it up and then like has a compartment it puts it in i'm like finally finally the fucking mule gets its due respect and then um what's the other thing they added uh in the short time that uh the drill dozer has been a thing that mission type where you escort the drill Mm -hmm. dozer in the short time that's existed people hated the idea that you're leaving the drill dozer behind because uh it's got a name doretta so okay. they're like, we don't like that you leave Doretta behind. Just like the mule comes home. Like, you need to have Doretta come with you. And so in that short amount of time, they fucking made it so Doretta has a head. And it bobbles around, looks around, makes noise and shit. Like R2-D2 kind of. And you can pet it. I didn't know that. We're like looking at it. And everybody start petting it. And it's going, do, 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 do. Just like looking around. Everybody's just <laughs> patting it. 
And then at the end of the mission, you can't bring the drill dozer home, but you can take Doretta's head off and walk, like bring it back to the ship with you. And there's even a spot for it to go because people didn't want to leave it behind. So I thought that was really fucking funny that uh, the developer was like, okay, okay, okay. We'll make sure you don't leave it behind. Um, you don't get extra points for it, but uh, you can just do it. I think you get an achievement though. You have to do it. You don't get to do it. You have to do it. I did it one time. Demanded. I was like, it's definitely. Like, do it every time. Egg. Yeah, it's it's and that game's full of that kind of shit. So that's I, I love that. Um, but yeah, all in all, they've added a bunch of new stuff. Uh, it's it's that game's always a blast to play. And uh, now I have w- one person who's been promoted once. Uh, that's my gunner. My driller has been promoted twice now, and I'm working on my first promotion for my scout. And I'm still trying to unlock all my upgrades for my weapons and shit. So I got plenty of stuff to do in that game. Uh, yeah. And then I played Neo 2. Um, I think I talked about that on stream with somebody. And then I was like, I haven't played that in a while. And I think the remaster's coming out. And every time I talk about the remaster, people are like, no, no, no it's coming out soon. I'm like, oh, I thought it was out. They're like, no, 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 it's coming out soon. And so that day I was like, I feel like, is it out or is it coming out soon? Because every time I bring it up, it's coming out soon. And that day it released. So nice. I looked. I looked it up. <laughs> Found the the uh, remaster upgrade, downloaded that on my PS5. Um, don't have a TV that supports 120 frames per second, so I didn't get to try that out. But uh, other than that, uh, it looks and plays fucking phenomenally. Um, and holy fuck, I forgot how much harder Neo 2 is than Neo. Because, and I'm not saying this is like some kind of humble brag, I never found Neo difficult. Um, I find certain Dark Souls games difficult. I didn't find Bloodborne that difficult either, but they're both faster-paced games. That's more my speed. Um, but Neo 2 is difficult. So they definitely upped the bar, but they also gave you a lot more tools to use in combat as well. So it kind of feels... It definitely feels fair. It's just like when I played it, um, I forgot how rough it was. Because I was oh, like, holy it, shit, I can't it, fucking kill this guy it, right it now. It seems like, at least from what I've heard, that Neo 2 is is just... Neo 1 was kind of like, we know we want to do this. And Neo 2 is like, okay, we know how to do this now. Yeah. So. Well, Neo is a cool experiment. Um, mm-hmm. And Neo 2 feels refined. Yeah. Uh, and, and they add stuff to it, but it still has that formula that works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, too, because, like, it obviously takes after Dark Souls in, like, its checkpoint system. The Souls system, you know, losing your shit. But... It absolutely is a Team Ninja game in its combat. It's not Dark Souls in that regard. And that's one thing I love about Neo is the combat is is Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive and all that shit. It's fast-paced. It's fucking be on your shit. Like, um, do this move, do that move in this certain situation. And uh, it's uh, it's pretty unforgiving, especially Neo 2. Um, but yeah, I had to restart. I kind of alluded to that earlier. Um, I had a, a save before. I didn't play it a lot when I originally bought it because games a lot of games are out always and uh so i barely played it but um returning to it i i didn't really mind restarting i thought it's funny that i went to check for my character and it's like nope not there i'm like oh okay i guess i'll make a new dude um but yeah uh, i plan on playing that more uh, i know josh wants to play multiplayer i know you can play with uh two other people um so that's pretty cool but the whole system of uh if if we're both going into a, a match fresh, we can't we can't play together. Uh, kind of sucks. I wish you yeah, could it's do that. like one person needs to just speed run the game real quick. Yeah, and and I, not and I, level. And I don't want to do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, because that fucking that's just you know. By the time I beat the game, I'm not. I'd want to replay it again, but like the excitement of playing it's going to be gone. So yeah. Um, 
to the same degree of what it would have been before. So I wish they would change that, but uh, yeah, I'll try and do. Yeah, some I don't know why any of those games don't just let you uh, have just like proper multiplayer because it's not like the game couldn't be like balanced to still be hard for two people. Um, oh, for sure, especially because like to use like Souls games as an example, there's people who hit you and like you lose at least half your health in one hit type of thing. Like, well, and even when they have like hardcore systems, like um, I think in Neo two, if one of the characters dies, you get like a certain amount of respawns. And then if you fail, you fail it. Mm-hmm. There is no, you can go to the, um, the shrine like once to reset shit when you're playing with somebody. And after that, you can't do it again. I'm like, that's, that's fair. 100%. Like, if, And you have to restart the whole mission. If you can't beat it, I'm like, that'd be dope if I just played through it throughout the game like that because mm-hmm. the challenge is there again like now we have to depend on each other to beat the fucking level yeah and it's already in the game that's how it works it's just you can't do it if you haven't both played it before one of you have had to have beaten the level which i don't i just don't like it i don't like it it feels like an unnecessary yeah. unnecessary hurdle. like hurdle yeah. yeah i was gonna say wall but yeah perfect that's what it feels like so anyway that's uh what i've been playing pretty pretty short list for me uh mine's easy uh minecraft final fantasy 14 that's all i played last week um i and i did not play a lot of either so um which is pretty tired zoning out watching a lot of youtube last week so uh as far as it's always a good game yeah uh 14 (laughs) i pretty much log into raid right now um even though they did release uh, an update with some new stuff i i'm not hugely interested in it so i'm not in a rush to do it um uh, for those who don't know, they added uh, another step to uh, upgrading a weapon that you can earn in the game. Every expansion has like a weapon that has like a progression that flows with the the course of the expansion until the end. So um, I still like the way they're doing this one, and I think I'm in the minor- minority of, of that. But um, I like I like having that time sync, and they've they've really kind of on to making these easier now so i think that's a little weird um and then in minecraft (laughs) the automation continues uh i have a a small wool farm now with six sheep that auto shear and then i built an afk room in the back of it so that you can just hang out and be safe and let the the machine work um and then i be safe was survival so at night things spawn but if you're Oof. in a lit up room, they can't get to you. So you just hang out in there, play something else if you want to, or nothing watch. Nothing can get you in the light. Nothing spawns in light, and there's doors and mm-hmm. stuff. That's why it's an AFK uh, room. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then I made an iron farm based off of a YouTube video I watched, but I modified it to fit more of my aesthetic, I guess. So uh, it's really funny with a lot of these these uh, machines because like they'll show you to make it, and then I've watched other streamers, and I'll be like, oh, they literally just copied the machine. But then like I'll watch the video, I'm like, okay, I understand the fundamentals of how this works. So I'm just gonna make a building the way I want to now out of those fundamentals. So, gotcha. Um, so I, I have an iron farm now, so I have infinite iron now, <laughs> which is great, and an and a uh, an AFK room for that as well. So. Thought the AFK room was like what you did in the Discord link down below, um, <laughs> where you have like a sl- like a sleep fucking voice chat room for a couple of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, I'll like go be going through the Discord, just fucking looking for trouble, and fucking I scroll down, and I see someone's just in there. I'm like, did they get put in there, or did they put themselves? They usually in there? get put in there. <laughs> just get fucking, they usually get put in. Just yep. taking a nap. Um, I got people just falling asleep 
voice chat. I can never do that. I'm crazy. Yeah. Oh, and then this is mostly, this is a me and Chris project, so I won't talk about the decoration aspect because I left that to someone. So, but uh, we made a store. I like that the has, me and Chris dance. Uh, <laughs> compartments for 24 uh, vendors. Uh, we have 12 of them right now. Um, I went through and I leveled three or four of them to master now. So they have their full uh, catalog. Of oh, is that the picture sale. in the discord? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, that building is pretty much complete. Uh, I think there's a couple things that need to be added to it. So, and then today before we start playing, uh, we have behind the store is a rail system between Chris's property and mine that I had started to work on. It became functional and I stopped working on it. So I started working on the aesthetics of it today. Mm. So, um, yeah. Anyways, I, that game is really easy for me to just hop in and just like exist. Yeah. So. Games like that always are. Mm-hmm. I've been like humoring starting up the, uh, the fucking, um, Conan server again, but I just know I'm just going to live in that. So yeah, that's it. That's all I've been playing and what I've done. I'll piggyback off that. I've also been playing Minecraft. Mostly been doing a lot of decorating in that game. Um, that's kind of my thing. Uh, I, I, Chevy builds all the functional stuff, and I build the nice-looking stuff, the, the pretty stuff. Chevy stuff actually is really like nice and symmetrical. has a like, really nice look to it. I just decorate everything. <laughs> um, I built a floor-to-ceiling aquarium inside mm-hmm. the the store um and I, I traveled a very large distance to obtain some coral blocks so it's a, like kind of kind of a tropical fish tank inside there's a couple of fish in there which caught one of the fish caused a lot of fucking problems goddamn puffer fish yeah fucking fish you get too you, you would get too close to the aquarium and the puffer fish would get all angry and it would puff up and then explode and poison you through the glass god damn <laughs> Had to go in there, had to dig him out, fish that bitch out, which caused more problems. I did fucking troubleshoot, but it's all set and ready to go. Uh, just kind of decorating plants here and there, laying carpets down in certain areas to make countertops, pot of plants, things like that. Um, I've also been what else am I doing in Minecraft? That's pretty much all I do. I go out in wild, crazy, long distance adventures and decorate. Yeah, that's about it. The wandering <laughs> decorator. <laughs> Pretty much. I'll like send screenshots on, on Discord. I'm like, look at this machine I'm building. <laughs> and Chris is like, I just spent five hours putting plants everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I got to get the right ones with the nice appeal to them. I will say your stuff is, is a lot more densely decorated than mine. Mine's very sparse. Yeah, I try doing a little bit of both when I play that fucking game, but it's just, whew, I can put a lot of time into that game. I, I literally just set up, like, the base functions of what I need to survive, and I just start decorating. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> what I do. Yeah, I was telling somebody on stream recently, like, when I play a game like Minecraft, I uh, I find, like, a defensive position, 
I'm like, this is a place I could defend easier. I have to do less work to defend this area. And I start building it up from there. And once I've conquered that area, I'm like, there's no threats here anymore. I start building like a city. And then I start like naming streets. And then I start going, this is this house. And at this house, this happens. And in this room, this is where this thing, I start building lore and shit. And I'm like, if you come into my town, you can live at this house. This is your house. I'm like playing house over here. Like, oh, this is this where this happens. And this is this street. And back like 300 years ago, this thing happened. And fucking... I start, yeah. With the way villages work now, you could literally make a city. Like a functioning one. Yeah. So I bet. <laughs> I bet you could. I don't I don't want to try. <laughs> on that kind of time. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I've I'll also been uh playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen, of course. I've been streaming all the raids that we do, um, as well as some additional content. Uh, I've been working on the new weapon system. Um and kinda I I do a lot of stuff off screen that's more monotonous and try to keep up with the more current stuff on it. But uh, I, I've done the first 15 raids you have to complete to get the first baby step of the weapon done. And now I'm working on the next 36 raids you have to do to get the next step of the weapon done. Great. Great. I've got lots of cosmetics now. Lots of cosmetics. <laughs> that sounds fucking um, monotonous. Tedious. It's, it's technically quicker. It is really quick compared mm. to last before. Um, which is it's a nice adjustment personally i know chevy really likes the old system i don't like having to spend nine months to get the first step of a weapon done i just want a reason to log in man plenty of reasons to log in plenty of reasons sure but like having something to work towards is nice versus like Mm. having a bunch of tiny things to work towards oh i feel that you got you got a big old room with just a desk in it yeah that's not what i mean because that doesn't affect character stats (laughs) <laughs> you'll be decorating that room it started to make if an i could decorate everybody's about. room man the game would be done it, it, it would be over just everybody would have the best rooms ever i decorate the shit out of rooms in that game <laughs> there's a, if it's a game and there's a room it needs to be decorated and chris will do it you know people pay for that right what, yeah, how am I supposed to do that yeah. for them? I can't do it for them. That's the thing. Uh, I can design it, no, no, but I couldn't do it for no, them. No, no, no. They, they give you real money and you log into their account. That, that's that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that. It's against term service, but it's the thing. So. Of course. Of course. Um, I did redecorate the free company basement. Uh, it was a, a bar. It was, it was a kind of a basic design, though. There was nothing fancy to it. And now it's got a lot more what we call floating furniture and things like that. It's a glitch in the system and housing that allows you to elevate things that shouldn't be elevated. Um, so it looks a little more like a uh, Japanese sushi bar now downstairs. Hmm. Why Why would you elevate things? I can't see it visually, so I don't know. More So like... Options. There's like NPCs that you can have in your house that sell furniture or whatever to you. Um, I have them on a raised platform now to give them that elevated look of a sushi bar restaurant. Normally, they wouldn't be able to to sit up there. So I floated them up there. Gotcha. Um, You can also do it with various housing items to create like if you want like half of something to show through, you can float it to a certain level and put things in front of it to create the looks of other objects. Hmm. Uh, For example, I created a refrigerator using a... uh, uh, a countertop, a chest piece, and a bunch of maps that I floated to look like the panels of the refrigerator. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense. Is that something they're going to fix? or They know about yeah, it, and they, they know. because it doesn't harm the flow of the game, they're okay. just leaving it. So yep. Interesting. Yep. 
So it's really nice. That I, I, it's like something I, I preach about the game all the time is that it's a, it's a bug that they know, but it's not hurting, hurting the game, like Chevy says, in the that aspect of like the storyline or, or, you know, dungeons and things like that. So they just leave it be because it's not hurting anything. It's not breaking anything. They should just like streamline that and make that like a like a creative tool or something like that when you're. They working. should, but they don't put the resources in the housing that people would like, I'm sure. Mm. So, yeah. Gotcha. Unfortunately. I get it, though. I get it. It's a side thing, but it's a lot of fun. I spent hours doing it. Hours doing it. Yeah, I mean, I could I could praise 14 all day, but uh, the housing system is so fucking busted. So. <laughs> busted. Yeah, no, it's, it's bad. I busted. like that word. Um, I also streamed a bit of uh, Path of Exile. Sort of that character again. Can't talk about it too much. Um, I made a th- I like to make themed characters, so I made a theme this time around. Uh, yeah, been doing that, and then uh, I play. I've been playing Overwatch off stream with because uh, the new event is out right now. It's the Lunar New Year event, so it's Chinese New Year stuff. There's a lot of really cool looking skins in there now that I really like. Like I think all the skins that they add for seasonal events are pretty cool, but this the Lunar New Year really appeals to me for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but they've got some really cool looking skins this time around. I mean, even cooler than before. So hmm. I've been trying to grind those out. All right. That's about it. Didn't you play Hades? I did. You're right. I did play Hades. I play Hades every day, though. So it's just kind of like uh, a, just part, part of the blur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like <laughs> this, you know, for me, caffeine every day. This yeah. is just what I do. I play Hades. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play it like for as long as i used to i'll do like i'll run or two maybe a day but mm-hmm. it's still something i play daily yeah it's cool you're you're that into it it's a really good game yeah yeah I'm, i think i'm nearing the end of the the story like the additional content oh god damn i know there's that much i i guess it's not much of a spoiler at this point because the game's been out for a while yeah i'm not worried like, about it you rescue your mom mm-hmm and then there's more story after that. Okay. So it continues on. It's, it's, so it's kind of like a, a nice rounding out of the story. Gotcha. So really add some longevity to the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, cool. I think, I, I think I'm nearing the end of it. Hmm. Very cool. Cause you've been playing it for a while. So yeah. Yeah. Who'd you, uh, did you end up romancing anybody in that game? I'm really curious about this. Uh-uh. No one. Hmm. I romanced the refund button. He did. I romanced Thanatos. <laughs> I got I got death on my side. It's a good, good, good thing to romance. <laughs> death. Yeah. yeah, I need to hop back into that game. I uh, I'll get back to it at some point. I'm sure. That's one of those games I can like kind of like look at my Steam, pass by, and hop in and play a little bit and hop out. So. Yep, that's what I do. Hop in yeah. and out, just a little bit here and there. Yeah, it's kind of the nature of, of like roguelikes and roguelites is you can just get into a run and be done with it for the day. Or do a shitload of decides it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anything else? No, that's it. That's it. Cool. Uh, let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing, uh, anything you've been really enjoying, anything you'd like for us to try and play. Um, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. So... Um, we have two topics to talk about today, so this might run a little long. Hopefully not. Um, although if it does, it does. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition was revealed after being um, speculated and I guess kind of leaked for so long now. I've been hearing about uh, this 
coming for so long and it's finally out to the point where we're like oh it's okay it's finally out um it's been revealed so we're going to be watching the official reveal trailer uh for it and then we are going to be watching a video from GameSpot that is going to be talking about what big changes are coming to the mass effect legendary edition i guess there is a lot of changes that they're doing outside of the visuals of the game and uh we'll watch it we'll talk about it and uh react to the shit before we jump in so anybody who doesn't know our opinions on mass effect how what's your uh connection with mass effect big fan kind of a fan not a fan at all don't give a fuck hate the game or games what are your thoughts on that i hesitate to say i'm a big fan of anything these days just because people take that as if uh you become you're obsessive about it and that's just not the case for me in most games so i am a final fantasy 14 or minecraft and i won't even make that claim there either just because there are people who know more than me playing yeah but you love final fantasy 14 sure you big fan i am chris big fan too (laughs) um i'm a big fan it's not 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 near you guys not even fucking remotely close but i like it um (laughs) anyway so mass effect one um i think was uh especially when it came out was an amazing game uh really kind of like showed off bioware's talents at the time uh and gave a really cool you know sci-fi experience that um i think obviously did, they didn't really have a lot of uh competition in that that field um very rpg heavy less on the shooter side though it did kind of play with that and same with the vehicle stuff uh, and overall i really enjoyed it um mass effect 2 came out and just did everything better everything the whole game is amazing <laughs> i love mass effect 2 i can replay the game anytime i've beaten that game probably three times now um a lot of fun dlcs are good uh, i think there's just nothing really wrong with that game and then mass effect 3 came out and they went really heavy into the shooter aspect and ea was in this mindset of every game they they released had to have the same exact multiplayer mode that mm-hmm. you could play and these side quests became really fucking boring so uh mass effect 3 i couldn't even finish Regardless of how good the story may have ended up being, even though we all, I'm sure, know about the controversy. Lucky you, because the ending is what pissed most people off. So, yeah, And I just couldn't get to it, because yeah. I just was like, this isn't the game I love anymore. So. It's it's really interesting how Mass Effect as a series transitioned from hard RPG to third-person shooter. Yeah. Because uh, Mass Effect 2 is the like middle ground, which I think was its strongest. Uh, Mass Effect, I think the identity of Mass Effect got thrown out the window a little bit after Mass Effect, though. Because Mass Effect's soundtrack was like kind of 70s, early 80s ish mm-hmm. sci fi. It was really retro feeling. The visuals are retro. The character models didn't look like as clean and glossy, I guess, as the newer characters. And the game was like a hard RPG. Um, it, you know, you shot, but like there's a lot of systems in place that, that were more RPG esque, whereas mm-hmm. Mass Effect 2. Uh, made it a lot more streamlined. I think it made it more accessible for more people. Still had a lot of RPG mechanics, but felt a little tighter, felt a little better as a third-person shooter. And a ton then, of exploration, too. And, yeah, and it, it, it expanded everything. I, You know, talking about the series and my affinity for it, Mass Effect 2 is my favorite one, but Mass Effect 1 I, I appreciate. Yeah. I just uh, didn't enjoy playing it that much, but I appreciate everything about it. And then Mass Effect 3 felt kind of gutted and not i would not say soulless but it felt a little more vacant maybe rushed a bit more maybe less inspired than the love they put into one and two and i think that translated um 
that negative feeling to a lot of people. I played Mass Effect 3, and I thought it played really well. I thought it looked really good at the time. Um, but I also couldn't continue playing it. I kind of lost interest in it. Yeah. Beat Mass Effect 2. I think I beat Mass Effect 1. Um, but uh, great games. Great games. Uh, Mass Effect 2 is definitely my favorite, though. But uh, I also still listen to the song that plays during the credits of Mass Effect 1. It's like Mark II or something like that M2 by fonts. fonts yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good song. Um, so yeah, great series. I'm not like the biggest fan of Mass Effect, but I like it. Um, I, I would love, I never played it in Andromeda though. Did you ever play that? Mm-mm. I forgot it existed until I was about to say like, I'd love it a new out, one. People bitched about it. So I was like, eh. <laughs> it did that weird thing where it came out, people bitched about it. And then later when it all settled, people were like, it was pretty good. It just had some problems. I'm like, <laughs> not what people were saying when it came out man people go fucking people go fucking hard on shit as soon as it releases yeah and then when the dust settles people are like wasn't that bad i'm like it probably wasn't most games aren't that bad um it's just as soon as someone's like this isn't what i wanted i fucking hate it um they go crazy and they want to burn everything down so um but i've also heard it's horrible so um it's not like everybody was like oh yeah it's all right um so anyway i, I like the series i would like a, a new mass effect and uh I'm excited to see this. Chris, any thoughts on Mass Effect before we watch this? I, I've only played the first one, and then I it was enjoyable when I played it, but I never felt the desire to go back and play it again. Mm-hmm. So it's not like amazing in my my books from what I remember, but it's not terrible. Um, I haven't played any other ones though, but I've only heard good things about two, and then the rest of them are just shit from what I've heard. So I've never I've never went back and played any of them to be honest. After that, yeah. I have no desire to. It's a it's. I don't really want to say it's a polarizing series, but there are people who think Mass Effect 1 is the best one, mm-hmm. and there are people who think Mass Effect 2 is the best one, and most of them like both of them. And then there's people who accepted Mass Effect 3. I know some people who liked it a lot, and I know a lot of people that hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's really interesting. It's uh, even more so than like Bioshock, because everyone likes Bioshock or Bioshock 2, but then whatever one you like there, you probably liked Infinite. Um, whereas like this, it's just, it's kind of, kind of a fucking spectrum of, of game that people kind of land in a certain area of where they liked it. So, and I think that is that transition from RPG to shoot three separate games. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, any interest in, uh, in this trilogy remaster? I mean, I, I'm interested to see what they do with it, but beyond that, I'm not super hyped to play it, to be honest. That's fair. That is fair. All right. Anything else you guys want to say before we watch the trailer? The second video talking about making changes of the game kind of spooks me a little. Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah. scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, scary. I don't really trust Bioware right now. So, or EA. Yeah. Or EA. Um, yeah. You got the video ready, Chris? There. Yep. The trailer. All right. Three, two, one, go. Yeah, I thought I checked it earlier and it got loud as fuck. It's a 4K. Legendary edition. It's clean. Mm-hmm. Looks good.
Kind of jumping in already, but fucking, I uh, kind of would like to play through these again. So, kind of the perfect uh, time for that. Also, you don't really have to convince me of the Mass Effect 2, so. Convince you to beat Mass Effect 3. Over 40 DLC. Mass Effect 2. It feels very like JRPG almost to have like that picture behind oh, the, yeah. the the title. Yeah. Mm. All right. What did we think of that trailer? Um, I mean, it, it was well done. Uh, the game looks clean. I always appreciate them bringing anyone bringing older games and making them look modern. I I'm still super impressed at how good people have gotten at that. Oh yeah. Um. It also, I think that'll only get better too because people are going to start making games with that in mind to yeah. be able to update them later. Well, and and that's it's so amazing because then like, I guess a great example would be like Final Fantasy VII, right? Like for like ever, people are like, oh yeah, make I want to see this, but you know, with new graphics, new graphics, new graphics type thing, and we kind of got that, right? Mm-hmm. They did. They've, the limitations of the tech back then, you can't really upgrade that without remaking it. Exactly. Um, but I do, I do really appreciate like when a game gets cleaned up, and mm-hmm. and even in a game like that, they could very easily go through, make the colors nicer, you know, clean up the edges, stuff like that. And you, the game would still look the same; it just look uh, up to today's standard, resolution wise and stuff. So, um, that being said, uh, I forgot how much I love like the sci-fi look of Mass oh, Effect. Yeah. The style is so good; it is so good in Mass and Effect. And it's. It's been a while since it's it's been out, and I think it's translated to some sci-fi. You go back and look at it, you're like, eh. yeah, yeah. But then you know, then there's Blade Runner, and you're like, that will never fucking you know go out. This sci-fi looks dope. Like it's it still looks awesome. Yeah, it, I mean, it also <laughs> makes me kind of upset because like it's such a great IP, mm. and like He is disappointing. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are with you. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're hoping for something and then they got Andromeda and it wasn't what they, you know, they were hoping it'd be a return. I don't think EA has the mindset to ever hit what they did before. They, well, got, they need new, there anymore. They need, well, yeah. And the people responsible left as well. So, um, good luck. Good luck trying to get back to that. Um, Kind of what you were saying, though, uh, you kind of forgot how much you dug, you know, Mass Effect. That trailer did what it was supposed to do. I got hyped. Play or watching that. I didn't play mm-hmm. it. Um, I hit the play button. Um, <laughs> but uh, the watching, I was like, man, I forgot how fucking epic those games were. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot how, like, good-looking those character, or, you know, the character models were. And, of course, these are updated, but, like, just how clean they looked before. And, uh, you know, all the different characters I remember, too, just seeing them again and uh that this the aesthetic everything just kind of brought me back uh it's a series that i kind of forgot about because i'm like they don't really make anything you know 
worthwhile anymore so why do i why would i even think about it and the third one was kind of botched even though i didn't beat it but um but yeah the trailer was really good the music was really good even though that's sh- that swell goes from fucking down here to way the hell up here yeah and it's a creeper like fucking we started the video i was like where's the music at i'm like wait they literally just took a song and then in the editing software they put the beginning at zero and the end at 100 100 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've done that i'm not above that but uh, they did it, and I was like, God, it's getting louder and louder. But uh, really good trailer. I, I think it was a really good trailer. I think the music mm-hmm. was great. I think the visuals are great. It, it, it's meant to get you pumped. It got me pumped. Uh, I will most likely buy this when it comes out unless we watch this video and they change way too much to the point where it's not good uh, sounding. But uh, I'm very interested in playing this again. So uh, I'm stoked. Chris. Yeah, me. Um, actually, this really didn't do much for me at all, to be honest. Uh, I, I kind of was really looking at like the art style that they're doing with at least one of the original from what I remember and it has like a slight I don't know if this is the right word style but it looked kind of slightly cell shaded and it really kind of threw me off hmm. um, it was not what I was expecting for this remake uh, I was expecting maybe a higher res character design maybe uh, I, actually, I don't know what I was really expecting but it, it just didn't really do much for me to be honest um it didn't hype me up for it. Maybe because I'm not a super big fan of the Mass Effect games. Maybe because I didn't play the other ones. But from what I saw from like the original game, from what I remember, it just didn't really amp it up for me. It just kind of looks like a 90s take on sci-fi mm. uh, in that weird kind of like slightly modern, slightly old school sci-fi mix area, which can be done well and can also come off. It's kind of like bland and cheesy sometimes. Um, that's kind of what I felt watching this trailer. To be honest, I, I it just felt kind of bland overall. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like if you don't have an affinity for it, that would make sense for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say that right. is definitely uh, that comes down to a uh, a personal like uh, um, enjoyment of what of, of types of sci-fi, mm-hmm. obviously. Because like for me, that '80s and '90s sci-fi is like the best uh, thematically. See, I, so. Oh, 70s and 80s. I love sci-fi like aliens that, that kind of like eighties sci-fi futuristic look of like computers having like still being green screen, having the weird print across them and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't mind that. And I watch a shit ton of star Trek. Like that's what I do. My downtime. I watch star Trek, but for some reason this just felt kind of eh, overall to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can see that too. Cause the style, I mean, I like it, but um, it does have a very clean, smooth sterile look to it and mm. the game has a bunch of lens flares this game was full of them people were making jokes so there's gonna be even more uh in in the new version um very jj abrams-esque uh, he likes lens flares as well <laughs> and so yeah if you don't like that like overly clean everything smooth surface sci-fi um i could definitely see it, it yeah i could see that for sure mm-hmm. um but yeah anything else Either. It just didn't really hype it up for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised how much it hyped it up for me because, like like I said, I don't think about Mass Effect, like, ever. <laughs> like, someone brings it up, I'm like, yeah, I remember that. And that's it. And then watching this, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about those games. <laughs> um, although, I hope they, and we'll see in the video, maybe they'll talk about it, but um, uh, I hope they update the way the characters interact. The characters that they made outside of your character looked mm. great. Yeah, but everyone's character had like weird bird lips, and they all looked like they had like their eyes sunken in their head, and they had like eyeliner on their eyelids because their eyes are so far back in their head. That's the only way, place you could put it and be able to see it. Um, 
they look weird as fuck. And so hopefully they've updated that because uh, that's one thing I always Shepard. Ever, ever, yeah, Shepard. Everybody just like has their fucking character and they're like, look at my character. I'm like, yeah, they're ugly. And they're like, no, this is my character. I'm like, no, they're ugly. Everyone's character's ugly. My character's not good looking. Everyone's character's ugly in this game. Like, yeah, but this is mine. I'm like, yeah, your your character's ugly just like mine. But they're all ugly. I love them all. Um, so yeah, hopefully they 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 can add some customization maybe or something like that to make it less alien looking, I guess. Um, anything else you guys want to say on the trailer? No. All right, we're going to move over to the GameSpot video talking about the huge changes coming to the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, this is like 12 minutes, so uh, we'll sit there and we'll talk about it. Uh, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, three, two, one, go. Hey, I'm Lucy, and I love Mass Effect. Now, recently, I sat in on an hour-long presentation with Bioware about the upcoming Mass Effect remaster, and afterwards talked to key members of the dev team. You'll be pleased to hear I asked very nitpicky questions and have compiled all the big details I learned into this exhaustive list. If you like Mass Effect as much as I do, please consider subscribing. We have an exclusive interview with Mac Walters about the creation of Mass Effect 2's iconic suicide mission, and he even talks about some cut characters, so if you're a big fan like I am, you will get a lot out of it. I'm not going to have a lot Oof, of footage Shepard. of the actual Legendary Edition here, so Oof. I will mark Oof. when it is and isn't the Legendary Edition. All right, let's kick off with the big stuff. Gameplay changes to modernize Mass Effect 1. Let's start with combat. There's improved aim assist where the lock-on is a little bit stickier and you can now keep locked onto targets while you're strafing. There's finally a dedicated melee button. And yes, weapons have been balanced and tuned across the trilogy, but definitely more so in one. A huge change in combat is that they've removed class-based weapon restrictions and aim penalties. That means you can't train in weapons your class isn't specialized in, but you can still use them without being penalized. What about that mm. inventory system, though? Well, it's still being worked on at the moment, but from the way they were talking about it, I wouldn't expect big sweeping changes. There is going to be a more unified control scheme across all three games, though. You can still issue commands to your squad that mates, and Bioware is improving those controls experience. in Mass Effect mm. 1 to be more yeah. in line with how they feel in Mass Effect 2. Squad AI is being improved, so if you Good. send your squad mates over to cover, they will actually get in cover now. They're also improving yeah, I don't enemy miss AI, the so problems that, that means that now every time we come across <laughs> Geth, we're not going to get completely rushed by them. The HUD now looks more modern, cleaner, and a bit smaller. It's not right Ooh, on the edges of the screen anymore. It's a little difference. bit yeah. I did see some test footage where they were Xbox clearly game. toying with changing yeah, that's, it. Yeah, it's been out for a long time. Three, but they dropped that. It's the same Mass Effect 1 HUD, just cleaner. Animations haven't been outright changed, but they have bug fixed a lot of them. So the example that Bioware gave was a lot of the times characters weren't necessarily looking exactly where they were supposed to. So oh yeah. That. Input camera. And <laughs> I remember that all too well. Smooth to try and eliminate yeah. some of that wonkiness you can get in Mass Effect One. Flack and speaking for, of wonkiness, uh, the Mako well, has had so. uh, a few touch-ups to make it easier to I, control. I feel like that is a source spot. I'm now. a little bit sad about because I love that awkward old thing, but I can see why a lot of people want it. There's a ton of other small changes that I absolutely won't have footage for, so I'm just going to rattle through them quickfire style. In-scope aim smoothing, cover pass, rebalanced XP for the level 60 cap, which means that you don't have to do it in New Game Plus, a more consistent autosave, thank god, uh, improvements to boss encounters, improved cooldown for first aid, minigames are also being unified across all platforms. You might remember that console had a weird Simon Says thing and PC had a ring, 
thing oh, that's going to be unified, but I I'm not sure which one ones. we're going to be getting just yet. Uh, they also said they're going to be decreasing the difficulty and frequency of those mini games. So fingers crossed they'll do the same for Mass Effect 2 for the safe opening and hacking stuff because too much. Okay, that was a lot of gameplay changes for Mass Effect 1, so let's move to the rest of the trilogy, in particular story. Is there going to be, be additional story, story content I mean, added? That would be. Cool, the devs did look at what was on the cutting room floor, <laughs> but unfortunately the stuff that was cut from the games couldn't easily be put back in for the remaster. They would need to have been built from scratch, so nothing new in the game. However, if you'd like a look at some of the stuff that did get cut, including never-before-seen characters, subscribe for our interview with Mac Walters. He said two words He's just in- he loves Mass Effect. That his room's sterile as shit. Time, <laughs> just need some lens yet. flares on his well, face. Well, upon finishing Mass Effect 3 in the Legendary Edition, you will be presented Spoiler. with the extended cut. Mac said the extended cut provides a lot more context, and to him, is part of the canon. There's now him. a universal character creator across all three games, which means that customization so options that were Jedi's added in Mass cannon. Effect 2 and 3 are now available to you in Mass Effect 1. They've also added some new makeup, skin tones, and hairstyles, including more black hairstyles. There's also finally a unified female Commander Shepard across the trilogy. The FemShop design wasn't finalized until Mass Effect 3, so retroactively adding her back yeah, into Mass sure. Effect 1 and 2. That's what it sounds like mostly what they're doing outside of the visual uplift is uh, streamlining it and taking care of all the issues they had before. Alright, the big techie one. How is this baby gonna look and run? Well, it'll be playable this in baby. 4K HDR at 60 frames per second if you're playing on PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, PS5, Xbox Series. On PC, though, those frame rates will Xbox be series. unleashed. Hmm. There'll be faster load times across all platforms. That's an interesting way to so put that. So what does that? that mean for our beloved elevators? Which is a weird sentence to say, but elevators are so big in Mass Effect. Uh, it means that they've actually added a button, so once the level has loaded in, you can press it and skip the elevator rides if you want. But that music's so good, why would you? Copyright. Yeah, I'm fucked. In terms of visual improvements, <laughs> you name it, and there is a decent chance they've probably done it. For textures, they used an AI upres program to upscale texture resolution it looks four times. Way That's across the yeah. board, but some yeah. textures even got improved up to Look at that lens times. flare. Look how In big it is. There's just the general softness, too, around the lighting and, the, and, and everything that looks really good. And mm -hmm. It's way more detailed, too. We got to see a bunch of them in the presentation. Textures. And a few that really stuck out to me were Zaid's face. Like, that man looked weathered. You could see every wrinkle. Oh, shit. Yeah. So yeah. He looked Jesus. like a different character. It was really cool. Looks like a fucking Scarum well, character the in the old on one. His uh, head just looked really, really good. Another thing that they fixed that really stood out to me, even though it's so small, is they fixed eyelashes. So, in particular, Ashley. Oh, dude. Um, that used to drive me girl, fucking insane. Clumpy mascara has gone. Like, it looks so much better. So when so it comes like the to the eyelashes attached to their face. Everything was upraised with the AI. Just plugged and in. The human artists went it's in that and futuristic. made tweaks and changes to give all the levels a little bit more life. The dig site at Eden Prime, they moved the sun around so you get the light coming through mm. the trees. Oh, that looks so green. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Pharos, for example, had, was so much more rich in I'm glad detail. they're thinking about stuff in like Vermeer, that to make the scenery better. Yeah. Actually, like water, it looked way more realistic. So the, I think they did a great job. Yeah, if you want a full list I'm of the tech stuff that's yeah. gone in and tweaked I and changed to, then I've got you. 
They've made changes too. Tone mapping. This is like an in between of remaster and almost remake because they're actually changing shit. Subsurface scattering on the skin, ambient occlusion, which was actually only on in very, very select scenes in Mass Effect 3. Ooh. It's now present across yeah, the whole trilogy. Yeah, stop. There's probably <laughs> other stuff in that list that I didn't note down, forgot to mention, but they've made a, a lot of changes. Did you say bokeh? There's a brand new launcher to start all three games from one place. At this screen, you can pick which game to play, watch the credits, switch your profile, and if you're playing on Xbox, even uninstall specific games. Not sure why you'd want to, but that's up to you. They do have the Genesis comic, so. When you finish one game, you get brought back to this screen and then you select the next one. You don't just roll over into the next game. It's not one unified experience. That'd be weird. The collection contains over game. 40 pieces of downloads. I'm, I'm gonna play big game today. Packs, Armors, you play weapons, big game. Were you on big game? So yes, second part of big game. Dragon Age armor in there, as well as the Genesis comics. <laughs> Me and Spaceman, However, big game hard. There's one piece of DLC missing, and that is I'm Pinnacle Station from Mass Effect One. <laughs> now, if you played Mass Effect One on PS3, you might remember that Pinnacle Station wasn't there, and it was actually because the source data was corrupted. I asked Mac about this, and it's the exact same reason here, unfortunately. Which might have consequences for achievements and trophies. God damn um, it, Mac! You had one fucking job. Mass Effect 3 multiplayer Ooh. didn't make it into the legendary fuck, That's fine, dude. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. However, according to project director Mac Walters, it was apparently on the table at the very beginning, but it would have been so difficult to implement. He actually likened the amount of effort it would take to put multiplayer in this collection to be on par with what it took to uplift the whole of Mass Effect 1. So it got cut. So how does Galactic Well, and they'd have to now? like make new servers well, and shit too. And and how long is that going to last? Still being yeah. right now, but Mac Especially was saying that it's much easier to get the best ending. And people are going to play for a little bit. Some people will be hardcore about it. Most people won't. You can still get the best ending. You just have to really max out everything. Still being tweaked. What? PC players are going to get a couple of nice little additions. And you won't believe it. Controller support. Is that not a thing? No, I don't well, think so. There'll be DirectX 11 support, 21.9 support, Jesus. and like I mentioned earlier, an unleashed frame rate. There's no ray tracing in the Legendary Edition, but there are real-time reflections. So the quick explainer on this one is that Mass Effect Trilogy was made in Unreal Engine 3, and the effort that it would have taken to bring it into Unreal Engine 4 would have been way too much for this project, but what they can yeah, do be a now remake. is they can leverage the more powerful consoles and PCs, and in each scene basically set up a second yeah, camera fit on your monitor and render now. the sequence so that's good. twice. That was good. And that's what they can use for the I had this monitor back then, it didn't fit. Very cool. I didn't have this monitor. PS5 back then. and Xbox Series stuff now. When we talked to Bioware, they didn't believe that there was going to be Tempest 3D audio support for PlayStation 5, but they did say improvements have been made at the asset level. I still haven't that out. I need to find what so game has like a good example of that. Yeah. All those sound effects will have been improved at the asset Both level, snacks. not necessarily. Has amazing 3D surround sound also, audio. Kind of sad, <laughs> where you can hear all the snacks. There every snack from every direction can be heard. There's also no photo mode, but They're they were saying what they were doing instead you. was leveraging the power of the new generation of consoles to make all those low from, like, times the way, way, way faster. Some bushes. <laughs> I wasn't lying when I said that would be an exhaustive list of everything in the Mass Effect it's Legendary quite a bit. Edition. If you love Mass Effect as much as I do, I know I've said it like twice now, but seriously, you do want to watch the interview with Mac Walters. So subscribe and stick around for no. that. Mm -hmm. I'm on Twitter at Lisa James Games so. if you want to come talk about Gareth. This is upselling at this me. point. I say she's and done talking. If you don't, then I should You're go. done talking. Bye.
Thank you for the talking. All right, what do we think? I'm buying it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, even if I don't play the third game, just replaying the first two will be worth it for me. So I think it'd be worth going through all three of them, though, just to see what they did yeah. with, the, with the upgrading. Well, and it's funny because even when Mass Effect 2 came out, I remember at that time I replayed Mass Effect 1 so I could have the save file to go into 2, and then I did the same thing when 3 came out, and I went back to 1, and I played through 1 and 2 to go to 3 because my computer had... Yeah, I, my original experience was on the original Xbox. My second experience was on the PC. And then by that time, I'd switched PCs. I didn't keep my save file, so I'd do it all over again again. So um, will happen again if I decide to buy it again because th- that computer doesn't exist anymore. So Yeah. 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 But otherwise, uh, I'm actually very impressed with the amount of stuff they've done to it. Um, <laughs> it is a little sad that the most exciting thing that Bioware's done for me in a while was clean up a game, though. It's very sad. Yeah. They made a whole ass game not that long ago that no one plays. I, I, there's word, there's legends, myths and legends that they might be working on it right now to make yeah. it into something that someone want to play. Um, anything else? Uh, I, I'm stoked. I, I want to pick it up. Uh, this is more than just a facelift. It's not like the most amazing thing ever, but they're doing quite a bit of small things to seemingly make the whole package more uh, modern uh, to maybe uh, fix some of the issues they had in the past. Some of them it sounds like they can't do and um, make the whole series maybe feel a little more cohesive uh, in a lot of ways, more than just a couple. Um, so that's really cool. Some of the things that I have actually complained about, they addressed, and that is cool as well. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be really fun to uh, play through again. Um, and I'll definitely be picking it up once it comes out. YouTube. Um, Stop. Yeah, YouTube's doing some shit. Um, I'm trying to look at Lucy talk while muted. It's the best way to listen to her. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Chris, thoughts? Uh, I'm glad they're putting a lot of work into this because I know this is like a really big game for a lot of people. It's a beloved game. So I'm glad they're putting a lot of work and effort into making it newer. But it still doesn't hype it too much up for me. I, I mean, again, it could just because I wasn't super big in the game to begin with. I haven't played a lot of it. I played the first one. I think all the way through, but that was it one time forever ago. Um, but th- there's a lot of cool things that they're adding to this. Um, and I'm excited for that for the people who want to play this really badly. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped that, that they are getting a really, what looks like to be a really good quality game update. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the, the, the visuals looked, I mean, when I, when I was seeing like the original gameplay of the trailer, I like looked at that and I was like, yeah, I mean, it looks like the older game, and then they did the comparison. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I forgot how long ago those games came out, because nostalgia's a bitch. Because I'm looking at the the new graphics before I saw the old ones, and I was like, those look pretty good. Like, you know, it's been a while since I've seen the, that, and then I see the older one, I'm like, oh, whoa, they they updated this. Um, so that's really exciting for me. Um, I liked when they talked about moving things around, uh, like the sun, to make the, the visual of that area. Um, Scenes make them better. Cooler, yeah. yeah. Um, I dig that. Um, I think them addressing the AI is good because I can't remember. I, I can remember uh, many times whether I was playing or somebody else was playing, and their AI was like running against something weird or like going around or going back and of, forth a lot. Yeah, especially exactly. in Mass One, they were really yeah. kind of like all over the place, and it was just something you kind of like look past. We, you know, Cyberpunk hadn't released yet, so you could like look past things like that. Um, yeah, not allowed these days. Not allowed these days. No mistakes. Not um, allowed. But uh, but yeah, so I'm glad they're addressing that. Um, 
and just a lot of the little tweaks are, I'm, you know, there's so many little tweaks there that they talked about that, that really sounds like they're, the whole experience will just be better. I hope this is EA. Let me fucking remind you, this game could come out and it could be awful. So just keep that in mind. What yeah. I saw though looks great. It also was, is nice to hear that they addressed uh, making combat in the first game feel better. <laughs> because yeah, that's what I was kind of like, like part of that vaguely game. saying the cohesion of like making combat in the first game better because two and three nailed it. And it doesn't have to be just like that. Of course it's not going to be, but it sounds like they, they've put work into that's the oldest game. That's the one yeah. you're going to have to put the most work into 100%. to make that feel more modern. And that's right. what it sounds like right. they're doing. They were talking about the multiplayer, not implementing that. And I think it's an excuse, but th- saying that if they worked on that, uh, it would be the same amount they work, worked on uh, mass effect that makes sense because the original Mass Effect is the one they're really got to put the work into. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, there was one thing I, I I remember now the mini games about it that I didn't like. You're excited about um, those? What? I said the mini games. You're excited about the circle? Super hyped for circle gameplay. <laughs> um, I didn't like the fact that they were taking away punishments for not using weapons that you're specialized in. Yeah, um, I'm that takes away that. from like the RPG element of the mm-hmm. game, and it makes it more of this kind of like a baseline generic shooter style where everybody can use everything for whatever reason they want to. But it yeah. also um, puts it more in line with the following two games. Yeah, so, I see why they're doing it, but I do yeah. think it's kind of a, a cop out. I think they probably should have kept that. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to hurt anything outside of anybody who likes a game where there's a punishment for doing certain things, which I do appreciate, but yeah. I know why they're doing it because um, the other games I don't think did that. So It's still also encouraging you to use the right weapons because you get perks sure. for using the right ones. You get yeah. nothing. There's just no for penalty. Yeah. 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 The wrong ones. No punishment. Um, but I agree with you when they said that. I was kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, let's see how, how it feels. But I do feel like that's kind of like making it a little more casual friendly i guess which is fine but yeah right right also just like um final fantasy 7 remake versus the original final fantasy 7 the original mass effect still exists as well so mm-hmm. those systems aren't like gone you can still play that game and that's always a fair point when people see like a movie being rememade like oh they're gonna ruin it. i'm like no they're not they're, that movie still exists it's still watch there. It. Still yeah watch don't it. watch yeah. the fucking don't watch robocop stop bitching yeah um just watch the original <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, um, yeah. although I can see, I can understand that you, the shred of potential of being excited about a new version, and you're like, they're gonna ruin it. I get the disappointment factor, sure, sure. the preemptive disappointment. But at the same time, it is not taking away from the original, unless you don't have access to it. Sometimes there's games where it's harder to Final Fantasy Tactics find an old version. Yeah, um, don't remind you're me. about to make Chris cry, dude. That was instant. Yeah. It's about to break down. That game's hard to, to get a hold of unless you want to play it on cell phone, which is really stupid. Yeah, I would love to uh, play it not on cell phone. Emulator. Uh, PC emulator. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I run emulator. on my PC. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to revisit. I haven't played that in like for fucking ever. I keep, I've been saying this for years now, but I want to play through all the Final Fantasy games at some Good luck. point. Um, Every time I hear someone say that, I'm like, the, you ain't going to do that. Long game. That's big game. That's original but big game. My whole thing is, I, I accept your challenge. I don't want to do it OG by myself. I want to do it with people because that then I don't have to sit there and play all of them necessarily. I, yeah. And I've been trying to to figure that out. Not very hard. I'm not putting a lot of work into that, obviously. But it's a big project. Chevy has. Stay tuned. <laughs> it's coming. Hold him to it. Yeah. Be like, I, hey, Chevy, where's that big project at? Where's I would, I would love to because I project never, big game. I've never played in completion. I should say. Uh, Final Fantasy 1 through 6, so I need to do that. I need to beat 6. I never did that. It's going to happen now. Brace yourself. I'm very excited. Do it. 
Do it. Put the Hades time into it. Gonna happen. Awesome. I'm excited. Anything else you guys want to touch on? Uh, pleasantly surprised. Just to summarize, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, pleasantly surprised. Uh, I'm. Eh. We got it. Eh? That's real easy. And uh, I'm stoked. I'm gonna pick it up. I am open to the potential of this being garbage, though, because it's EA. <laughs> and they like to put the fucking disc in or i'm sorry you're gonna install the game because not everyone uses discs i'm gonna buy a disc um it's gonna happen and it's gonna be like Wait all right it. now we need 9.99 from you to unlock the menu it's gonna come with it it's gonna come with a game disc or not a game disc but they're gonna send you a chip to plug into your phone to swipe your credit card through for every transaction for every menu you want to open up this game costs one dollar per minute Awful. <laughs> or it's gonna take a bunch of shit out of the original and you're like oh you want to play classic version i thought you wanted the remaster fucking you gotta pay for the classic shit. version 60 bucks man come on it's a fair do you you're finally getting to play this game again it's 60 dollars. what what's what's money when it comes to happiness just fucking give us the money over here at ea your best friends we love you so much give us the money that's gonna happen <laughs> all right uh anything else Mm-mm. We done? We Let done. us know in the comments. Uh, what do you think about the Mass Effect Legendary Edition? Are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? What are you most excited for about this, if you are? Um, what do you think about Mass Effect? Are you a fan of the first one, the second one, the third one? Do you like all three of them? Do you fucking hate any of them? Um, not a big fan. Are you kind of meh about it like Chris? And, uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about. What's, yeah, in the comments below. Whatever. Let me know. Um so I'm gonna I'm just gonna I we didn't we didn't talk about this preemptively. I'm just gonna let you bring this in because you know a lot more oh about this than than me. So just to kind of pass the ball to Chevy, uh, some Final Fantasy fourteen event happened and they revealed a bunch of stuff. I play Final Fantasy fourteen irregularly. Chevy and Chris play it regularly, and uh, they watched a whole thing that hopefully there's some footage for that we could put up for people. That'd be awesome. Um, just throwing out there, Chevy Big Project two point um, <laughs> I'm putting all these projects on Chevy. You just gotta go. Nope. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, we got some videos to watch. Um, and Chevy can bring that in however he wants. Um, yeah. So I, I do want to kind of preface this with. Uh, obviously, we all know what happened in 2020, and um, this whole event is a response to not being able to have in-person event events. They usually do three fan festivals where they slowly release information over the course of three events. They are now turning that into this event and another one in May. So there will be more information in May. Um, and that is essentially their, Hey, this is your fan festival. And the one in May is actually a two day event. That's going to happen over a weekend uh, to try to get as many people as possible to be able to watch it. So, um, very cool. Also worth noting that it's completely free versus like FanFest is something you'd have to, it's a convention. You'd paid for it to go there. You had to get a hotel, blah, blah, blah. They're, the concert and everything is going to be 100% free. So that, That's cool. Isn't uh, isn't BlizzCon's thing coming up, the digital event? Isn't that free too? Which Maybe. Is weird. Does Chris know anything about that? I don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I thought I heard that too. And I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy that these digital events are going to be free. I'm mostly surprised because the Primals are going to be there, which is uh, a live band. Mm. Um that a couple of the, the team members are in, but then because some of the members are not, uh, they have warned there will be no VOD. You have to watch it live because they can't save it because um, the music will be copyrighted by the primals. So, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> that being said, someone will record it, guaranteed. 
<laughs> um, so that being said, uh, about, you know, four to six months ago, we should have had an expansion announcement already. This is that essentially. Um, so they did a whole, uh, almost two hour event with a lot of information for the sake of not only spoilers, but also, um, the context is going to be lost on a lot of people. We're only going to do a couple of things in this episode. We're going to do, mm-hmm. we're going to watch trailer. We're going to watch, um, a hardware announcement and we're going to watch the new job because there's always new jobs when the expansion comes out. Um, if you are even remotely concerned about spoilers, I would say when we watch the trailer, maybe we can give a quick warning. Um, sure. And then the trailer is only like, I think three minutes, three, four, three to five minutes long. So just skip ahead a little bit. Um, I honestly feel, and the only reason we're even watching it um, with Seth, because it would be spoiler for him. I don't think the context is there to actually be a spoiler. Yeah. I kind of equate it to uh, after beating Death Stranding and watching the original trailer that came out, I was like, that trailer's full of fucking spoilers. But I'd watched the trailer before I played the game, and I didn't get anything from it. I just watched it. I'm like, oh, this looks really cool. But then I beat the game. I looked at it. I'm like, holy fuck, don't watch this. It shows too much. But yeah. I was like, wait, it <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't matter. A, like, a whoosh Unless you're I like think. somebody really fucking scrubbing through it going like, I have a fucking fan theory. I got my tinfoil hat on. Yeah. And you figure it out. That's I think that's the way you're going to only figure that out yeah and for and for a more context uh seth is in heaven's word for anyone who plays final fantasy 14 he is multiple expansions behind this story is literally gonna be whoosh so even by heaven's word get him even by the time he gets there (laughs) um he's probably gonna forget so yeah (laughs) so yeah you were like you were like someone spoiled it for you and i was like i don't remember you're like oh it happened here i'm like no no no. i remember that event i still remember what the fuck they said yeah. I remember this happening. I just yeah, so went right over my head. This this is <laughs> just going to be essentially him getting to watch a CG trailer that has awesome music. Bro, I'm fucking here for the hardware reveal to fucking judge the shit out of that, positively or negatively. I'm here to watch a cool-ass trailer because it's fucking Square Enix when it comes to yeah. trailers, and it's going to be sick and great music. I'm here for that, and I'm here to be stoked about a job. Yeah. Give me a job. And that's all we're going to do. Um, if there's something you think that we should show Seth, let me know in the comments below. Not even Final Fantasy related. Just fucking show, general, Seth, yeah. show Seth this. What does Seth need to see? Yeah, just whatever. Make a show. Show Seth this. I'm just going to be like, okay, I see it. Yeah. That's um, cool, dude. And if you want more information on it, um, there's plenty of people covering it. But let me know, and, and maybe we can figure something out. So, so the first video we're going to watch is this one, right? Yes. So this is Final Fantasy fourteen PS5 version overview. Um and one more quick thing. There may be potential spoilers here. So if you want to watch this on your own somewhere, or yes. if you're worried about the trailer showing you something, uh, you know, we won't be insulted if you skip this. Why don't we check the time amount on this? This is a one minute video. What's mm-hmm. the next one? Three minutes. Mm-hmm. And the last one is one minute. 50 seconds. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when we start a video, how far to skip ahead, there's your, your skip 15 minutes ahead. Um, cause we're gonna be talking here. All right. So, uh, yeah, this is PS five. Mm-hmm. We're gonna watch this. You guys ready? Yes. Yep. All right. Three, two, one, go. PS five. PS five. UI stuff is uploaded or updated for 4K. Mm. Load time example right here. This is actually the load time. 
Wow. Ridiculous. That's awesome. That PS5's got that fucking <laughs> SSD. And then showing off the 4K. Looks good. Oh, and, and frame rate increase. Getting that PC experience. Open beta. Very cool. And it was not mentioned here, but during the event, they said that if you have a PS4 version, uh, when after the open beta ends, if you want the PS5 version, it is a free transition. You'll lose your PS4 version, but you will get the PS5 version completely hmm. free. So. That's interesting. I, uh, I'm i glad they're doing that. I was going to ask about that. Like, if I have the PS4 version, do I get to play over here? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Uh, overall, I mean, there's not a lot to say there. They're... PS5 consoles get in that PC experience, in my opinion. The mm-hmm. graphics are better. The frame rate's better. Um, UI is sharper or something. I think it's something about resolution. Yes. Um, the load time's yep. impressive. I'm, I'm glad to see that. Um, and uh, overall, it's really cool Cool to see. And you can do mouse and keyboard on there, right? Yep. So, I mean, you're yep. essentially going to be playing the PC version. Yeah, though I would argue the load times are faster than They're probably faster. most yeah. people. Um, I don't, don't think, think people don't get me that fast. That's fucking, They're pretty close, but yeah. that's that's super fast. That PS5 is fucking. It's a fast boy for yeah. sure. Um, Yoshi P also made a joke about uh, you might not <laughs> have a hard time getting the upgrade, but you still have to get a PS5. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of the thing. I was like, oh great, now everybody gets to play on from console. I'm like, not everybody's got the fucking PS5. A lot of people yeah. don't. Um. Yeah, I saw Chocobo. It reminded me. I watched a video. Don't ask me why. I watched a video of fucking something from WoW, and there was a purple bird. Mm. And I looked at him like, they got Chocobos? Sunstrider. Sunstrider, right? Yeah. The Blood it's Elf. Fucking straight up fucking WoW version of Chocobo. I was playing WoW when those came out, and I was like, oh, Chocobos. Yeah, that's what I did. As soon as I saw I'm like, Chocobo? Like they get, and the one I was looking at had like this weird like galaxy skin that looked like this purple and sparkly and stuff. Yeah. See, Chris Chris is on both ends of this. He's like, I understand all. Uh, you're actually <laughs> speaking from a point that I played. So yeah, yeah. I just remembered that. I was like, why is that game that Chocobo's too? I love Chocobo. Um, Chris, any thoughts? I, I this is great. I'm glad that people are getting the free upgrade and and it looks. Better than how I played on PC, and it makes me kind of mad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It looks really good. Yeah, um, for a ten-year-old game, for sure. And yeah. uh, I, I played it on PS4, and I thought it looked pretty decent until I looked at it on my computer. But then, like, and when you're not looking at that comparison, and it still looks great on console. But this is like a significant upgrade. Oh yeah, especially because it's an online game. There's a lot of things that's got to load and shit, and that's I'm sh- assuming bog could bog down a console. So the power of the PS5 can realize this now in in a way that's um stunning 4k now let's let's get the ceo to allow them to make a directx 12 version that'd be awesome and an xbox version yeah xbox should be able to play games check this out actually there was two reasons why they couldn't do that one of those went away recently um so now the only reason is that microsoft in their their terms when you make a game has to have xbox only servers available and they're not going to do that for this game Nope. Are you referring to wait, what? That's the only reason it's not on Xbox. Is what? Is they won't make Xbox only servers. 
Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Um, yeah, it's interesting that, that the whole, they wanted to uh, up the price thing, people got pissed, so they fucking jumped back from that real quick. That was insane, I've never seen that ever. Yeah. But then also, they're like, hey, this thing you guys have hated forever, to make it up for you guys, we're going to get rid of that. And, and that was the thing. Yeah, that was yeah, one that's of what things. I was thinking about. Yeah. And I was, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be the guy who bitches about you fixing something late because you fixed it. But at the same time, holy fuck. Yeah. That, that was around for so long. Like, yeah. PlayStation's got its fucking problems, too. You couldn't change your name for the longest time. And when they goddamn implemented it, there was problems. That's inexcusable. Yeah. Then Xbox is like, hey, you need to pay to play free-to-play games Yeah, online. That's horseshit. And it's gone now. Great. Thank you, fucking uh, uh, Phil Spencer-sama. But fucking... Um, <laughs> But he giveth and he taketh away. But fucking, um, I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad it's gone. And yeah. that is one of the hurdles. It's gone. Yeah. That's cool. So we're one step closer. We just need them to not have to require Xbox only servers as an option. So yeah, yeah. Which it should all be fucking same thing anyway. Everybody should be playing together. It's an MMO, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on. And they're, that's that's the goal they're working on. Yeah, they keep talking about it. It's like they're gonna make Xbox servers. Like, oh, you play Final Fantasy 14? Yeah. Oh, do you, do you play on Xbox? Oh, you're in that. Yeah, we're over here at our club, bro. You're not allowed. Well, that's fine. There's less of you. Well, they wanted to kind of sucks. They wanted to be like an opt-in, opt-out thing, kind of like the mm-hmm. same way you know you could choose to play with PC players or not. And okay, interesting. They wanted to be. Do you want to play with everyone, or do you want to only play with Xbox people? I don't like and that. yeah, and and Yoshi P is basically like ah yeah, that's not the way the game works. <laughs> that's <laughs> not how video game works. <laughs> this big game, big game don't work like that. Xbox. <laughs> so. Yeah, all in all, though, really cool. Um, I'm really excited, and uh, I need to do that upgrade because I ain't gonna play it on PS4. It's I ain't gonna play it. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying, like, I need it so I can get off my PS4, even though I'm not gonna play it on my PS5. I want to check it out. So, hundred percent. See how it runs. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we go to the next video? We got a lot of videos to watch. You gotta rewind that. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? Um, I'm making a lot of mistakes right now. Uh, next video is the trailer to Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker. Uh, this is a teaser trailer. It's three yes. minutes long. And uh, is there anything we need to know before going into this? This is the end of a 10-year story. That's epic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one thing. Everything um, you know comes to an end. This doesn't really have to do with the trailer so much, but they're kind of breaking their storytelling process with this too. Um, usually the story actually ends the the middle of the patch cycle between expansions. The story is actually ending when you buy this expansion. And hmm. then after that, the patches will start a whole new adventure that who fucking knows where they're going to go at this point. Interesting. So, pretty cool. It's a very exciting time. It's scary. Sounding. It's also scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrifying. So that's all I'm going to say. And there is a spoiler you said in this trailer for anyone who's paying attention. It would have been a spoiler for you. There's a spoiler for everybody. Yeah, as soon as the trailer starts, but okay. um, but it's gonna be lost on me. So 100%. for anybody watching this who potentially could be like, oh, I'm almost to the point where this is gonna be more relevant to me, maybe you should not watch or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, okay. and maybe just go watch the event instead if you need more context on this. This is literally a trailer. Yeah, reaction. if you're here for info on this, I mean, you guys can only give so much. I'm not gonna give you shit. So yeah. definitely go watch that. Yeah, this is this is more so reacting to this very specific video. Mm-hmm. Same with the last one. Same with the next one. So. All right, we ready to watch it? Oh yep. yeah, I've already watched it like six times. <laughs> Seventh time is the charm. All right, three, two, one, go.
creative business unit. Yep, that's the team. Three. It's a good name. Yes. It's louder. Okay, I figured. I preemptively did this, so I should probably stop fucking with the volume. That's a representation of the player. Yeah, I recognize. Third Blender. Yes. Is this new music? Yes. Cool. Is he on the moon? Fancy star? That's what Mr. Happy said too. Oh really? Yeah. Are you all right? I know that guy. Yeah. Alpha Nine. Look after myself, no. you know. Yeah, that's the one. That's the guy. And I've had enough of this rabbit. Come on. I like the pink sword. This is so different than the last, like, big trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Watch this happen. It's cool, though. I'm hyped for I don't know what, but I'm stoked. Yes, sneak through. So soon, too. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I'm the only one reacting to this, and I, of course, want to hear what you guys have to say. But um, a lot of that was lost on me, but the visuals are very good. The music was very good. I really dug everything about that trailer. Um, I thought it was really good at building hype. I was, like, sitting here, like, hyped for something, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm hyped for, but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm getting pumped. Um <laughs> Same thing happened with like the last expansions trailer though. I like, yeah, watched really that and I was too. like, "This is fucking cool! I want to play this." What is this game? It's the part you need to get to. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I can't really tell about like what I saw here, but um, very cool visuals. Uh, it seems almost like a culmination. You said it's like the end of a ten-year story. Yes. The trailer yep. felt like it's culminating to something, so that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know what, but uh, I, I hope someday to find out. Um, and uh yeah they uh i mean square enix so the cgi was really good and the action was really cool looking um i'm really curious where the story went because i'm seeing people on fucking the moon and 
Everything, I don't know. I, I have no idea what's going on. It shows the map burning, so I'm sitting here going like, what the fuck is going on? So uh, I need to I need to catch up. You know, and it's crazy, too, because the, there is such, like, with context, mm-hmm. there's so much happening in that trailer. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I was lost 100%. And I knew that was the case. That's why I felt it was safe for you to see it. Yeah. Um, Just so much info. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, God, yeah. The story's in such a great place right now that this mm-hmm. this trailer is just amazing. So it's awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, uh, that though, everybody, no one guessed because that's uh, without telling you what the new job is. That's mm-hmm. the new job. I kind of figured, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I don't recognize that shit. And I, I was watching. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so yeah, the first thing I thought, and you, you said, Mister Happy said the same thing. But like, I looked at yeah. like that reminds me like Fantasy Star, which I'm fucking all about. Um, yeah, um, I don't think the next trailer will actually explain the job. So I guess I'll go ahead and just say that now. Unless I, go ahead let's and, talk about it before we watch the video. Yeah. Well, why don't we have Chris also talk about his impression of the trailer? Yeah, first. that's what. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. I, I like like you said the the music kind of has like a somber resolve mm-hmm. to it, which is really like well culminating of what's happening from what we know. The expansion. Yeah, the music feels like a conclusion as well. Like the whole trailer just feels like it's like like I said a culmination. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just so well done. I mean, it's square, so it's it's gonna be well done. Mm-hmm. But it just really like like Trevi said, if you've been following the story, you know what's happening. It really kind of like hints that everything's coming to a head and it's really cool to see yeah yeah i'm upsetting get to get you guys' initial reactions but um do you guys have that yeah 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 we technically have that yeah we should definitely get that on the channel um but obviously it translates you guys both seem really pumped i'm pumped oh, I, yeah. I don't even know what i'm pumped for oh, so yeah. oh my god ever since shadowbringers came out every single patch um, I'll get asked what I'm doing first. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say who's asking me these questions, but I get these questions. Oh, from... <laughs> give them the address of those people. Um, and every time I'm like, I'm doing the story first. It's all I care about really at this point. Like I need to know where it's going. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that I can't remember her name, but she is amazing and I'm glad <laughs> she got recognition. And, uh, in fact, it, it oversees the story production at this point. So mm-hmm. anytime, even if someone else writes it, she has to look at it first. So, interesting awesome yeah it's they did a really good job especially because like one thing the shadowbringers did without going into too much detail is they're trying to get rid of the idea of good and evil okay as much as people doing what they have to do and i really like that yeah Uh, i just google it just for the sake of so we know it's it's natsuko ishikawa yeah she's awesome if you get a chance uh google not google youtube um, she was at PAX and she went to start talking and she got a standing ovation and she was like borderline crying cause like people wouldn't stop cheering <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. I remember you saying, or yeah, talking about that. It, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So before we watch the other video, have they really revealed anything about like key features or anything like that coming out? Yes. Um, anything that's not spoiler heavy, the raid and the 24 man raid are both thematic and original to 14 so there's no crossover event this time okay um the oh no i might have my my stuff backwards i think the 24 man's called pandemonium um which i think is also there's a lot of nods to final fantasy 4 in here um a lot interesting yeah well i think shadowbringers is full of a bunch of like final fantasy 8 and final fantasy 
A for sure. It would have to. Absolutely. Was it? Was it fuck. Nah. I see. I'm all messed up now. There's a other Final Fantasy. There's also a lot of ten sprinkled in. Um, they did, in fact, mm-hmm. speaking of ten, one of the new boss fights in this expansion will be Anima, which, if anyone plays ten, knows who she is. She's a uh, very scary giant summon that Seymour has. So, um, very cool to see that coming into the game. Um, a lot of that is also found very Final Fantasy Four, I guess, with the the lunar whale heading to the moon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, the fan fest goodies that you get in May, one of them is an eight person mount, which is the lunar whale. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you do have to buy eight that eight person mount. Eight person mount. So Give the first me one. Fucking APC <laughs> tank. Just bring the troops in. Um, yeah. They also have some some merchandise for sale, and I went ahead and bought two pieces because the shirt is amazing. <laughs> so, Ooh. Yeah. Like is it an actual shirt or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Real yeah. shirt. Uh, yeah. I won't get it until I think May is when the shirt ships, and then I got a little mini Ishtola figurine, which will come in August. So, hmm. so uh, yeah. What do you guys think of the artwork for the uh, expansion title and the name Endwalker? Uh, and Walker's a pleasant surprise, but when they explained the process of the, of the naming, it, it makes a lot of sense. Mm. So, yeah. um, there's a lot of themes in all the names throughout the, the, in fact, the very beginning essentially is like, they go dawn, mm-hmm. midday, twilight, and then the day breaking again with shadow br- bringers or whatever. And then this is like you know, the end essentially. So they got cool names. Yeah. For um, sure. And apparently they're all in theme with each other, which that's some forward thinking right there. It's crazy. So. Yeah. yeah. Although my fucking, my fucking star Wars ass brain sees end Walker and that thing that looks like a fucking yeah. spaceship. I'm just like fucking star Wars. Um, obviously <laughs> it's not, it's not yeah. related, but that's where uh, my brain went. I, I really love the art though, but I mean, that's all final fantasies. I love a mono. I believe does the art for square for final fantasy. They, they did the art for this too. So, mm. um, they also, the cover art for the, the box version where it shows, um, Heidel and Zodiac, which are, are essentially like the, the light and dark, uh, beings, um, they're connected. So one's down and one's up. So no matter which direction you hold it, it, it's right side up and there's a bunch of, I guess, hidden Easter eggs for the expansion in that picture. So I haven't oh, had a chance cool. to look at it yet, but in detail, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, they're really good at, at, at throwing things in there that you don't notice. I don't know. It's, they're, they're definitely on top of their craft. <laughs> mm, sounds like it. Anything else you guys want to say before we move on to the job reveal? I just got to talk about what it is. Okay. So, um, you want to do that before or after? I'm probably gonna do that before. Okay. Is there anything you wanted to add, Chris? Uh, I just like that the box art kind of has a throwback to the deities, stylized from Dissidia of Chaos and Cosmos. Like they are very oh, similar yeah, yeah. In design. Yeah. yeah, it's also a throwback to the art for, for the 1.0 game. Right. So, um, so the new job, um, in case y- you know you missed it or don't know, uh, is called Sage. Um, its weapon is a Final Fantasy XIV original weapon, so it is not from a previous Final Fantasy. And they are um, exciting, uh, etherically charged um, sticks, essentially, <laughs> like wands almost. <laughs> um, and aether is just like the energy. It's like the lifeblood of the planet, right? So it's just essentially energy-infused uh, crystals that float next to you. 
Um, Mako. I was literally going to say that. Pretty much. Um, (laughs) So uh, we'll get to see it in action, obviously, but this is a healer. Um, And in Final Fantasy XIV. It's a healer? It's a healer. Yep. They're throwing all sorts of fucking curveballs at their jobs. Um, In the game right now, there are three healers. There's one who is pure healing, one that is shield healing, and one that kind of fits in both roles. They want to really separate the the bounds between protecting style healing and um, already taken damage style healing. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. So this is a protective style. The scholar, which already fills that role, is just going to go heavier into that. The one that's in the middle right now is Astrologian. They're going to push that into the the healing people after they've taken damage roll and then white mage is like the power healer like you take damage i'll be i'll top you back off mm. um so there's another job they announced it is going to be melee dps that's all they said oh really there's another yeah. one there's a lot of people yep. speculating scythe wielder right now though that'd be cool because yoshi p was wearing a uh, shirt with a grim reaper on it while he's on stage maybe he really likes death he also likes maybe hinting with death. his shirts. It's like a running joke at this point. Mm. So, because he came out at first, his shirt said "No comment," and everyone kind of laughed about it. And then he changed shirts mid-show, and there was a Grim Reaper on it. So, yep. like Kojima taking pictures of his desk, and there's just like stuff, and everybody's just like looking at everything, mm-hmm. going like, "What? What is he telling us?" <laughs> He's like, "Look, I was I was doing this today," and they're like, "What's the message, Kojima?" Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna see. A little bit of sage in action without any context of what the moves do. So <laughs> you said it's a healer. Yep. It is a healer, yes. All right. Chris, you ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, go. Ooh, that music. I feel like I'm playing Gran Turismo. <laughs> okay, what? I always like the aesthetic of floating swords or floating whatever these mm-hmm. are. Fucking missiles, gun, sword things. Yeah. Very flashy. That's 14th combat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all you get. Hmm. <laughs> I wanted more. Um, coming into this completely blind, not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. I aesthetically like the way it looks. I love, like I said, when we're watching this, uh, you know, the floating sword shooting stuff like that, really flashy looking. Uh, I don't know anything about the healers in this game. Uh, but they, you know, they aesthetically kind of look like a healer, but at the same time, like the amount of stuff flying around stuff like that is, uh, it's just really interesting. It's, it's. It's a really cool. It's kind of like um, I forgot what the, what's called uh, in the last expansion the um, the gunblade class, oh. gun gunbreaker uh, gunbreaker yeah. being essentially a fucking um, a tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, aesthetically it doesn't look like a tank, but that's what they are. I'm feeling the same kind of vibe here, which I kind of like. It kind of is throwing that out the window, going like, well, no, it's a healer, but it doesn't have to look like the quintessential healer you think of. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Gunbreaker, which I really kind of dig. Gunbreaker's um, interesting, too, because it's it's meant to be more of a fast-paced tank. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm curious about playing it. I want to try it. Um, which is cool, because I'm not a tank guy or a healer guy, and I want to play this. And I, I'm not interested <laughs> in playing healers at all, but uh, I really like uh, I really like what I'm seeing here with the moves and, and the animations and 
and just how flashy it is. But like you said, that's every class in the game is super flashy. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so it's, it's really of, cool looking. Yeah. It's also kind of worth noting too. Um, Final Fantasy is kind of like weird in move. the regards of like there are healers and tanks, but uh, the the joke is that all classes are DPS. Some just have utilities. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, because I would say I play White Mage and I nuke like crazy. <laughs> so. so what do you guys think about it? I think it's great. And I'm also happy to be surprised because uh, a lot of people were expecting chemist, like making potions and throwing them at okay. people type of thing. Because I like that they do something original. Because it at in the expansion too. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's an, it's a, the sage title isn't original, but the weapon uh, is 100% original, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I like that they didn't that this is a 14 thing and not like back referencing something. I like that as well, but it's just cool that they didn't do it again. Gunbreaker is the same. The only thing there is the weapon is from eight. Yeah. There's no right. gunbreaker in final fantasies. Though. Mm-hmm. So in fact, I think in eight, they're knights. So we get that cool yeah. ass fucking gun blade. Mm-hmm. That moves my favorite move. The yeah. It's very cool looking. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> it's the fucking, the lightsaber. Endwalker. Our other healer. Luke Endwalker uh, move. Even said before the expansion, we got announced, he's like, whatever the next healer is I'm playing. So um, I will get to see a lot of this stuff. I'm going to level one, but I'll probably still continue to play White Mage unless they break it. So, Chris, thoughts? Uh, I, I was talking with our, our other healer in the free company, I, theorizing what could be the potential healers. And I, I think I mentioned at one point it could be Sage, but I thought it wouldn't be wouldn't be that because traditionally they don't just do healing spells they do healing and damp like major damage dealing spells as well um but i also like chevy always puts in the camp they can do whatever they want so uh, i was in the camp of hoping for chemist because i'm a big Final fantasy tactics fan and i like the theme of that um i get a really strong magic girl sense from this class which is a joke like, i made isokai magic girl type scenario mm, gotcha you're getting a lot of glamours for um, I am pretty sure for this class, but it's cool. It's I'm always hyped for new classes and rounding out healers is nice. It's really nice. Yeah. What's uh? what's after this releases? Obviously there's another one that, that you guys don't know what it is. What's a job you think they should uh, be doing more of? I was very convinced it was going to be caster because there are only mm-hmm. three. Okay. Maybe the other one yeah. would be that, even though you said they already said melee. They confirmed oh, okay. that. Melee. Okay. They just didn't say what it was. Interesting. I, there's I am in just tinfoil hat theory now. Oh yeah. Uh, while watching this all over again and thinking about it, they could do a melee DPS caster. That's what I was wondering. Why? Why couldn't they like just a do ma- that? magic melee DPS class? Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I did see with the speculation. I hate going into speculation too much, but right. um, with people speculating scythe, people also kind of pointed at rune knight. So yeah. it would be a caster. That was melee. one of the things I brought up. Mm-hmm. Which would be cool. With Totem. Because yeah. Paladin's caster melee. Right. And they're the poster child of this game now. It'd also be a good way to kind of throw people off the trail a bit when they're looking for a caster and going like, it's a melee class, but it's like both. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so they didn't lie, essentially. But it'd be a big surprise, though, because you're well, expecting one thing and getting another. And we have two magic tanks in different ways. One's magic defense, the other's magic assault mm-hmm. in the tank class. So, Right. So we so don't have that in melee So it's, yeah, not something that they couldn't do because mm-hmm. they've already done in other places. Well, in Final Fantasy XI, they have um, Rune Fencer, which is a magic fencer. Right. So. That sounds cool. Bring that over. 
Or they have red mage, which is a fencer. So. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, it's Can't pretty do much it. the rune fencer. Can't do it. They've ruined it. They have both an 11. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can do it. My, my hopes are back. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, the the thing um, I was thinking, because uh, the part you didn't get to see is that they show off new zones and stuff like that. One of them is a very, like, um, like India, India, Indian uh, style themed area. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was thinking maybe the melee could use, like, a curved blade, because we don't have that either. So, like, a shamshir or a scimitar, mm. um, which would be cool. Because we don't have anything like that. We also don't have any like dual wielding classes outside of like Ninja. Um, ninja. So uh, it would be cool to see. Uh, Unk, a, technically. Not, wow, yeah, that's punching. Um, what's the class that that I've seen? Uh, I know some, I've heard a couple people say Berserker, but I, I honestly feel Warrior is meant to be the Berserker of 14. Um, so yeah. I would not hold my breath on that one. And then, um, probably like them. a lot of people like them, um, at least like thematically that in the tank role right now, I think they're like the third most popular one right now. Um, what the hell is it? I, I'm like drawing a huge blank right now. Anyways, another dual wield class that, that uses like, um, dualist. There we go. That's the one that uses oh. uh, two, two like cemeteries or, or shamanchers or whatever. So would be interesting because yeah, we just don't have it would be cool for sure yeah other than that um i'm i'm really excited about the prospect of them throwing another curveball at us the next job at this point because i already wasn't expecting melee i wasn't expecting the healer to have like floating weapons like this um and the story's going in a direction that i like makes sense now but like i it wasn't predicting at all. So like mm-hmm. they're doing a really good job. Like, cause a, a big complaint people had, um, with the, the writing of the game, I think around Stormblood specifically, um, was it was getting really predictable. And I think they kind of threw that out the window anyways with, with Shadowbringers and they're really kind of throwing it out of the window now. So I, I, they're trying really hard not to be predictable and I appreciate that. So keeping people guessing. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Anything else you guys want to say on it? You need to catch up. I need to catch up. Uh, scale of one to ten, how hyped are you? Ten. <laughs> Chris. Eleven. I'm always hyped for expansions. Fucking eleven. It's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad because earlier you were saying like everything's great and it's only could get better. Hopefully, so it's good to hear because mm-hmm. sometimes when expansions release, people are like, "Oh, game kind of wasn't that great." Hopefully, this one's good. So you guys are just like ready to fucking go to the next one. So. I don't think they've made too many. I don't think they've made a big enough hiccup. There are things obviously within the, the game. launch. That was the big hiccup. <laughs> that was the big hiccup. They fixed that. Was the hiccup, yeah. um, I know people complain about like, and by complain, I mean they're they just you know want more. Screaming which anyone who loves anything things. wants more of it, right? I get that. Um, I want more. The the gameplay loop has been the same forever, and then to kind of circumvent that, they make a lot of side stuff in the game to do instead. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm okay with that. And I, I, I get kind of tired of people like kind of complaining about that just because like that is the, the success of the game essentially is, is that progression and through the story and the, like knowing that, you know, at this point we're going to do a raid at this point, we're going to get this kind of raid, blah, blah, blah type of thing. And then they get to do now, now that you have the game that you're here playing anyways and love, here's all this other stuff where we can experiment. Yeah. And sometimes when something's well received enough, it gets kind of slipped into that. Okay, now this is part of the process. So mm. 
No, it's smart. Yeah. I think what happened was with 2020 and the, the huge gap of content, I think people just had way too much time to like sit on a game that that couldn't change for obvious reasons. So. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Can't wait for May to hear more about it. Um, also, I just this patch 5.5 information that I am trying to watch, but obviously we, we had to film and that video is not going anywhere. So. <laughs> I don't know what the new job is. Me too. Uh, once someone said Scythe, and I've heard a couple people say it now, I it kind of also, we don't have other than Katana, a two handed damage class. Really? They're both tanks. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, there's a lot of things they just haven't done in the melee tree, which does open a lot of possibilities. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let us know in the comments what did you guys think of the uh, Endwalker trailer, the Sage reveal. Uh, what do you think about the Sage job class? Uh, what do you think about? What do you think the unrevealed one is going to be? Um, do you think it's going to be that Scythe uh, dude? Uh, do you think it's going to be a mix of melee and magic user uh, or something else? Maybe they're completely lying to you guys. Um, what do you think about the PS5 version? Are you going to play that? Um, on PS5 or play it on PC or continue playing it on PS4 or wish you're playing it on Xbox. Um, and yeah, what's your favorite part about the trailer? Um, where are you in the game? Are you further than I am? I'm sure you are. Um, maybe you're brand new and then you'll pass me in a couple days. You're like, I did it. Um, and yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to Final Fantasy XIV and Walker and potential uh, content. Uh, coming soon. It's that time again where we read your comments and reply to them. If you'd like your comment to be considered for this, type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment. That will pretty much guarantee that we read it and reply to it. Otherwise, I pick it random. So if I don't read your comment, you're like, what the fuck? You should have typed in hashtag AskTLG. And uh, yeah, although lately I've just been reading them all, so I should probably be a little more specific about that so people actually type that in. Otherwise, everybody's just like, ah, he'll fucking read it. He'll re he reads them all. Um, <laughs> I'll bark, no bite. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> so is this, which one's the most recent one? Um, okay, so uh, recently we did a video on um, reacting to the medium gameplay, which uh, the game is out now. I still haven't played it. And uh, Valve making peripherals that potentially want to get in your brain. Um, yeah, they're saying all sorts of crazy shit. Go back and watch that episode. Um, but yeah, they, they're, they're talking about like, he's talking about people as, uh, outside of their brain of being meat peripherals. Yeah. And he's like, the world will just be boring without the shit we're going to be putting in your brain. I'm like, okay, okay. Slow down. Um, cyberpunk. Yep. So, uh, I got a comment from, uh, Simon borderline dumpster fire Randall saying medium looks pretty janky. And this footage mainly just shows the gameplay to be a utility for the story to progress instead of something to have fun with. But this is more going to be about game direction and story. Doesn't look particularly scary, though. This is a reference to the game, The Medium. I watched the footage uh, of that game. And uh, as the game has come out, they've been kind of ambiguous about what this game really is outside of it's a story about, like, you know, tragic stuff and ghosts like that. But then people compare it to Silent Hill. And people don't really know, is it, is it scary? Is, it, is there combat in it? It's pretty much just saying, like, it's essentially it's going to be a story-driven game. Um it's not really about the fun. What do you guys think about that? Have you guys seen the medium at all? I, we watched a thing on it a long time ago at one of those events, but you probably have forgotten by now. I, I watched the, that episode that okay. you did anyway. So um, I think it obviously takes some inspiration from that, that era of mm -hmm. gaming um, and very specifically that type of game, like your Resident Evil's and your Silent Hills and stuff like that, specifically with like set cameras and stuff like that. 
Um, other than that, though, uh, kind of like uh, was said, the, the, the but not really a lot of like details about what the game is. So, well, the game's out now, so you can probably find out. But yeah, beforehand, yeah. they were really just like, "You're a medium, and things are weird, and yeah. there's multiple dimensions." Like, okay, what do you do? Like, is the game scary? Is it? What, like you just walk around. Yeah, I think I think the biggest the th- thing I have uh, to take away from all that is um, I don't think they did a good job of selling their game. No, and so it's hard for me to have an opinion because like it almost didn't exist for me outside of me watching you react to it. Yeah. So yeah, my only hype of the game at all is when I looked into it and it said that uh, Kerry Yamaoka had made music for. It. I was like, oh shit! Oh, yeah, that's exciting. He, he yeah. made new music. <laughs> that's what I'm excited for. I'm like his new music's in that game. I guess I gotta play it. Um, I guess I could just listen to the music and be like, this is good. But um, I'm curious to play it. But yeah, they did not sell that game well. Um, like no hype. And uh, when I watched reviews, they were describing things you do in the game. But I'm like, the trailers don't show that at all. Um, and yeah, so I mean, he's saying this doesn't look that scary. It looks like you're just going to kind of be walking through the game. Pretty sure it looks like. Yeah. So I agree. I agree. Chris, any thoughts on the medium? Um, just going over the, the video again, watching you react to the, the gameplay footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does very much look like Silent Hill, but it reminds me of like the movie Silent Hill and in Silent Hill during like the creepy dark aspect. But like when you're going back to to the real world version of something it was just kind of daytime and just kind of empty and you're just kind of wandering about mm-hmm. um and it's not necessarily spooky in the sense of like oh jump scare is spooky but it's more of like it sounds like a psychological thriller yeah type game um and it also is it's very probably narrative heavy game and the gameplay is over there to drive the story forward like you said which isn't necessarily a bad thing you just need to know that that's what you're getting into ahead of time i have it downloaded right now because it was offered on on uh game pass so mm-hmm. i was like whatever fuck it i'll take it. it's a new game um i haven't touched it yet though but i mean i can see where your your people's concerns are but yeah i, d- I downloaded it too on game pass i have it just sitting there i want to i want to play through it apparently it's a pretty short game but um i think it's like 10 hours or something like that but uh hmm. yeah it is and there's a lot of games recently i've been noticing that the way they're like crimson desert and shit they're just not they're not selling their game in a way that's like telling people what the fuck it is. And I feel like that's so counterproductive mm. to yeah. uh, selling your game. Like if your game's boring, you don't, you don't want to tell people it's boring. You already got a big problem. Um, <laughs> and if your game's great and you're not telling people that it's great, then you're losing out on people who are going to fucking also a problem. Yeah. Play the fucking game. So you need to be a little revealing. And I know you like keeping stuff secret's cool. I, I prefer that too, but you know, kind of showcase sure. what the general gameplay of the game is going to be. Because looking at the game and going like, wow, it's kind of, you know, somber and dark, but is it spooky? I have no idea. What are you doing? I don't know. You walk. Okay. Uh, what what else? Kiriyamoka made music. Who's that? Or, oh, cool. I didn't know that. I mean, that's, that's as much as you get out of this. So, Yeah. yeah. And, and if you don't reveal much about your game, at least like the bare minimums of like what the game is going to be like style-wise... Who's your target audience then? And how do you appeal to those people? How do you get those people to play the game? Like, you're just, it's bad advertising at that point. Like, Mysteria is great for advertising because it really hype up. You're going to, what's this game about? What's it going to be like? But it gets to a certain point where if you don't have, if your audience doesn't know what the game is going to be and who who would really want to play it, then you're going to get people playing it who are not your target. And it's going to make bad reviews for your game. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to spoil things to like tell people what it is. Like, you can literally just come out with a blanket statement like, this is a third-person action adventure psychological thriller. thriller. Yeah, Where you will investigate things and find out uh, information and do puzzles and every once in a while test your skills against enemies trying to kill you and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you've at least put some groundwork down where people have something to work with, right? Um, And and being a little revealing leads to people being able to have fun and speculate anyways, right? So it actually creates its own hype train in that regard you have to be a little careful with that because p- people will overdo it but um it's really kind of their fault at that point but it does it is something to consider because if you overhype something usually disappointment follows so yeah and uh to the note about the jankiness i think it looks a little janky as well i think the faces don't look that great um how many people made this game though I think it's a smaller team. But one thing I was surprised about, and go back and watch the episode or watch at least the gameplay for yourself, the voice acting was actually like way better than I thought it'd be. Like it's actually pretty good. So if you can look past the plasticky weird faces um, and that person in the background just disappearing once the fucking scene changed, um, it, it could be interesting. But yeah, I think it does have a jank to it that doesn't sell the game very well either when, when they're keeping it a secret on what the fuck the game is in the first place. For sure. So yeah uh so that's it unless somebody else has something to say thank you for the comment simon and moving on to the other episode which was reviewing greedfall man eater and shadow of the tomb raider that was plus club where we got a bunch of people on reddit and uh a bunch of people who watched the video as well so thank you everybody who uh participated in plus club i'm also surprised uh the reception there i was honestly expecting people to be upset so nobody was upset that i saw um, in fact, and I was not nice to Tomb Raider. Uh, nobody said anything. Yeah. There's like, there's a bunch of people on Reddit who are like, I love this game. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm yeah. so stoked that you liked it. And I'm not even saying that condescendingly. I'm like, that's awesome. It's just not for me. Yeah. But when I say like, I don't like this, I'm waiting for someone to go, well, you, you fucking it's like hundred percent what I expect. Thinking yeah. of like something like you're not good at video games. That's why you can't like masterpieces, <laughs> you know, something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, but no, that's the, that's the beauty of, uh, of, uh, the the conversations that that we have in the comments but also on reddit and shit is like most people when they find out what i'm trying to do with the show um they come in with that mentality of like oh we're discussing our opinions okay cool yeah and like i I love that every once in a while you get one person who's like game sucks and even when they say that and don't like try and you know fuck up somebody else's opinion um i'm like that's fair if you don't like the game you don't like the game for sure yeah no i uh but yeah no one no one really going like your opinion is wrong yeah, that was a hard episode because uh, I was I was just like thinking about my opinions on the three games, and you should go back and watch that and and, and see what we have to say about it. Obviously, but um, a little bit of a spoiler, even though it's already out. Um, not very high opinions. Chevy hates games. I'm sure some people probably think that Chevy hate big game. Um, I just have very picky tastes as I get older, so. I want to throw this info out there because I'm looking at it right now. I've went back and done this to a couple episodes, and I'll probably do it on f- future episodes. But if you look at the bottom, I've started adding chapters to the videos. So not only do you have a visual representation uh, on the videos that I've just it has been kind of a visual style to the show since fucking forever, yeah. but now I'm adding it to the YouTube bar as well. I so. don't know when YouTube added that, but I've seen a lot of people using it lately. I just learned cool. how to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's really simple. You just put the info in the description box. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So now you can uh, look through and see how long the segments might run and go, oh, I don't want to watch this part. I'll watch that part. So that's a thing now. So I don't I care about Shark Game. 
I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, no one, nobody fucking showed up and was like, fuck you. Yeah, so that's, that's great. That's nice. Although you can, you can do that if you really want to. I'll have a conversation with you myself. Um, that'll be fun. Um, but luckily, we get we get the right kind of people around here. Um, all right, so we got some comments. Uh, one from uh, Calamity Cody, or Code, Calamity Code. Uh, As a longtime PlayStation fanboy, this series is... Ex- this series is exactly what I want out of a podcast. Phenomenal work from all of you. New subscriber came from Reddit. Can't wait to see more. Thank you for that. Thank uh, you. Welcome to the channel. Yeah. Welcome to the community. I'm glad that we can offer you what you've been looking for. That's really like means a lot uh, to all of us. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully we hear back from you again in a future episode. I'll say it's just three, you know, Three dudes sitting around talking about video games, so uh, that you even want to listen to us talk is is great. So yeah, and even join in the conversation mm-hmm. every time we have these conversations. But uh, yeah, really appreciate that. I wanted you guys to hear that as well. Uh, let's see, Maneki Neko says, "Ha! I actually just started up a Morrowind playthrough today because I had mentioned that in the episode. Uh, I love having to actually work to get those attributes. Fucking preach! Uh, it'd be so sick if Morrowind got a remaster treatment. What do you guys but- think about that?" Uh, but not by Bethesda. <laughs> Make a remaster, but not by you. It's ours, not by you. Somebody ha, ha, else. Have not Blue today. Po- no, not, it's not Blue Point. Uh, maybe it is. The people who did uh, Demon Souls, have them do it. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, Blue Point fucking does a remaster of Marwind. I'm sold. I'm in. But that's a big fucking task. It'd be a big game to remaster now that's, or remake. Let them do it. Fuck it. That'd be cool. Chris, any thoughts on Marwind? You big fan? I, big I've game? actually never played Morrowind. <sighs> Morrowind's the best Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Fight me. It is. I was about to say something else, but Sorry. I just sat there and said, hey, it's good when we all have opinions that we respect. I was about to go, fucking this one game <laughs> that's related to that game, not as good. Um, mm. In my opinion. My humble opinion. Um, yeah, play Morrowind. Uh, with, with mods. You can make the game look pretty uh, awesome. it's pretty dated right now pretty so responsible looking be uh be a little <laughs> open-minded we got uh fuck there's so many good comments here uh puppet master says for me my favorite tomb raider of the new ones is definitely the first this is what a lot of people said i i had my complaints about this one but everybody like was respectful about that but they're like yeah i get that but the first one i think was the better one i'm like i, I feel like it was too um yeah, so favorite Tomb Raider of the new ones is definitely the first. Something about Laura starting as an absolute amateur at Tomb Raider and exploring turns into a killing machine by the end just fits for a better story than 2 and 3 does. Haven't beat 2 or 3 yet, but just from the beginning areas of both, I was immediately taken out. Maneater, I haven't played too much of, but the part that I did play I absolutely love. Uh, I love sharks and seeing a shark game on a bigger scale is always great because before this, we just pretty much had shark evolved the mobile game, which I never played. Uh, so man eater defo, uh, great shark game where you can mindlessly kill shit and explore. And then Greedfall, He says, haven't played other than the first 20 minutes and it's kind of, it kind of falls flat for me. Something about it isn't grasping me via the story or something else. Greedfall was a very polarizing game in a, uh, I think respectful way in the conversations I had on Reddit, uh, where a lot of people, uh, either fucking loved it, played enough and thought they they were going to play it some more or were just like, yeah, I couldn't get into it. A lot of people just could not 
like they started the game, they just couldn't get into it. Mm -hmm. There's other people who are like, you got to get like six hours into it. So it's a really interesting conversation over there. For sure. But, um, but yeah, I mean, these, these are all good breakdowns. Um, I agree with you about Tomb Raider, uh, Maneater. It is just fun, stupid, mindless killing, but they did it in a way that the playability was fun and that's what matters. And then, uh, Greedfall, you know, like, like I said, I, I've heard, uh, a whole spectrum of people, uh, and their opinions on that game, and uh, it makes sense playing it. I can see, I can really see anybody's opinion and go, that makes sense with that game. So it is in that in between area. Hickory Falls is a weird one. Um, yeah. Even like as someone who wasn't overly fond of it, um, there's a lot of systems in that game which I I absolutely love actually. Um, and I think the, really cool and I think the voice acting is really good. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of quality aspects to that game. And it's I, another and, game that had good voice acting, and weird faces. Yeah. Um, I think if if you can get past the things that I don't like about the game, there's a lot there to enjoy, right? Mm. Um, there's just things about the game I just I, I I'm not having fun, right? So like, why why bother when there's the literal thousands of games to play? <laughs> like, yeah. So um, that's the tough thing. Yeah. If it yeah. doesn't get you then you're gonna pick something else yeah so it's not like i i, I like want to sit there and shit on the game but yeah. like i i gotta prioritize some stuff man so and it just doesn't fall in that yeah anything to add chris i mean i couldn't play the tomb raider game so i couldn't have an opinion on that i couldn't play man eater because i don't have a place to revive the only thing i the, the man eater and this is a weird remote thing but i just think of the effect jaws had on people and that came out and the fear it instilled about sharks. And I just worry about that, but it's just, you know, that's whatever. That's my own thing. Um, <laughs> I don't want sharks to get a bad rep, man. Sharks are cool. Sharks are cool. Um, very stupid. And then Greedfall, the only one I could play, I streamed a bunch of it and uh, my opinions on the other video or this video. So yeah. go check it out. Check a look. And on that note of Chris not getting to participate in a lot of that episode, Psycho Scream says, poor Chris, dot, dot, dot. He's just here to hang out with the boys. That's fine with me. I like hanging out with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Chris loves the boys. Um, True. And more ways than one. And then we got a comment from uh, Rohan Betty. Uh, apologize if I'm saying that incorrect. Said, I'm glad I found your channel through Reddit post. Keep it up, mates. Thank you. We're going to keep it up. Hopefully you stick around. Hopefully we hear from you again, or at least I hear from you over on Reddit. Um, and uh, welcome to the channel. And then the last comment we have on this video is from Psycho Scream again. It says, didn't play the other two games. No comment. Lol. He added a lol to that. It almost seems like that extra lol is like, what? what why? Not no only did comment. I not play those games, but like I didn't play those games. Yeah, he's like, no, com <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Okay, what, what are you up to? Uh, he continues saying, Greedfall played about 25 hours, 25 fucking hours of this game. That's a chunk. Mostly walking around and gathering stuff. I specced into the technical tree in which I used guns more than melee. Uh, I will say all you guys said is good and justified, so I won't say much more on it, but I do like the world and hope their next game is more polished and more heavy and deep into the RPG elements. The firearms were definitely OP, especially after you take Science 2, the ability to craft ammo. The story is book-like in that there is a metric fuck-ton of dialogue. <clears throat> I'll give it a B for uh, grade because I'll probably come back to do another playthrough after this first one. Interesting. So he's going to play it again and he gave it a fucking B. Yeah, that's a good score. It's a good grade. All right. Anything you want to add, Chris? 
I'm, I'm just glad you enjoy it. I love I also you. wish. I also hope they go heavier and deeper into the RPG elements. For sure. If they do another one. Yeah. Or whatever next game they do that, that might not be that. Yeah, that company right now yeah. is on a track record to uh, just every game they make has been a little better. So yeah. it is worth watching them. Yeah, I hope they can be successful enough. And we talked about this before, so make sure to check spiders. out that episode. Um, I'd like to see <laughs> spiders uh, make enough off this to be able to continue because mm-hmm. all their games are getting better. So inevitably, they have to make a game that I think is more acceptable to more people to be more you know accessible. Yeah. So, All right, last video was uh, Game of the Month where we talked about Deep Rock Galactic. And uh, yeah, one comment we got is from Puppet Master that said, how to piss off or piss Seth off. Don't say rock and stone. Noted. This is important. I think everybody needs to understand this. Deep Rock Galactic for sure. If you fucking join my server, you don't rock and stone, I'm gonna fucking not trust you at all. And if you do it for too long, I'm gonna start telling everybody else to not trust you. And soon, soon there's gonna be a mutiny. But in real life too, I better at least get one rock and stone from you at some point. Just the, whenever. We got a lot of time in this life, but I need to hear at least once from you. Uh, and I'll feel a lot comfortable, more comfortable. So I'm glad you picked that up. Uh, another comment we got from your uh, says the leveling up takes so long. Otherwise it's a fun game. Talking about deep rock galactic. What do you guys think about the leveling? I mean, Chevy didn't play it a whole lot. Chris has played it a little bit. You've leveled. Yeah. yeah. Do, you think it, do you think it's slow? I, I, I responded to them just to add context to this. Uh, do you play with people? I feel like it could take longer solo. I'm not sure though. Um, I'm probably not the right person anyways, but like at least in my experience in the game, I guess I'm not really thinking about the leveling process so much mm-hmm. because I don't I don't find that to be like a heavy part of the gameplay loop. Um this is gonna be such a weird example, but it kind of gives me a Call of Duty vibe where like the leveling makes your life a little easier, but like isn't necessary to enjoy the game. Leveling gives you access to certain upgrades to your guns though. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, a lot of it's resource management, gathering, and not management, but gathering. Just and conveniences, buying stuff. Yeah. So um, I think I think the enjoyment factor, uh, and again, I'm the wrong person because I don't necessarily enjoy the game, but I mm-hmm. think the enjoyment factor is 100% in the gameplay loop and not the actual level progression. I think that's just kind of like a cherry on top almost. Yeah. Chris? I, I didn't really have much problems with the leveling. So it's kind of like Chevy said, I didn't really notice it too much. It was kind of like, get in there and playing and you know mining and gathering the resources and surviving the waves and it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily about leveling i mean it, i didn't really feel like i was being held back too much by it yeah. but i can see where it might be an issue because you know you want to unlock more things across multiple classes that's a lot of grinding to do at the end of the day but i mean i play mmos and i mean i play 14 i have almost every class at, or job yeah. at 80 already so i'm used to the grind it's not yeah a that's a bigger grind than deep rock galactic for sure yeah yeah, so I've uh, perspective is everything. I've promoted one of my characters twice. Talked about it already. I promoted another character. I'm gonna be getting my other characters leveled up pretty quickly here. And I did mention this, and they even said, "Yeah, I think that's the problem." When I did ask if they play solo or not, they do play solo. And I think your missions are gonna take longer playing by yourself, even though Bosco is a good companion to have to get resources from up high because you don't have people to help you do that. The overall process of each mission is going to take longer, which the end result of the mission is where you get your progression from. So mm. if you're taking longer doing the missions, you're going to level slower. Uh, if you're playing with friends or people in general, randos, the mission is going to go faster, hopefully, unless you're playing with people who um, 
or not paying attention, um, in which you'll level, level faster. So because I also haven't really noticed uh, a feeling of slow leveling, but I almost always play with randos or people I know. Um, so that was my kind of assumption. So uh, I would say in this case, if you have a chance to play with somebody you know, or uh, you're okay or can find a way to be, be okay with playing with randos um i think it is the way to go i think the game was designed for that and i can i can completely respect somebody not wanting to do that that's why they made bosco i think it's a good system but the leveling will be slower um i think no matter what if you're playing by yourself um because otherwise i think it's i think it's pretty quick I, I was playing earlier today i got uh like a level and a half off of one mission i got a level off another mission when you get closer to 20 it slows down a little bit but not a lot so um it really just depends on how you're playing it, I think. And not to your skill level, but who you're playing with and yeah, stuff. And sure. how fast you can get through missions. There's some people who like, and it drives me nuts. The people are like, this is how the pros do it. They'll like run in and they'll like sloppily mine shit. And there's so much fucking stuff left behind. And they just run through and half the time they get fucking murdered because they just run ahead. And uh, the mission doesn't even get beaten that much faster. But in their head, they're like, we got to beat this mission fuck quick because it's how you progress faster. And uh, speed run. I'd rather not play with those people than and play with them um so there is a good middle ground there where you just play with friends and you know beat, beat the missions and enjoy yourself at a, at a rate that's faster than by yourself anything else you guys want to add to that Mm-mm. all right moving on uh the josh somebody that i kind of know says schwam schwam coming i know exactly who's talking about that's why i'm that's why i'm saying the accent uh if that's an accent, Schwam. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. You guys watch that episode. Maybe, maybe you'll uh, know what I'm talking about. And then the last comment of this segment is from Don't Fight Da Pie. I don't know what that means, but I like I like the name. Um, they say Rock and Stone. What did I say about Rock and Stone earlier? They said Rock and Stone. I fucking trust Don't Fight Da Pie. A little more. Maybe if maybe if they played Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> Rock and stone to the bone, baby. And uh, yeah, unless you guys have something to say, that's going to do it for this episode of Plus, not Plus Club. <laughs> I was looking at Plus Club. I was like, fuck. Tastecast. Uh, episode 33. 133. <laughs> I'm all fucked up. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out uh, on social media. Link down below. Check out our streams. Link down below. Me and Chris are both streaming more often lately, so make sure to check out those links below. Give us a follow and check out our streams. I'll show you start streaming. Follow him as well. And uh, yeah, we have a Discord link down below. You can uh, talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer, prefer to listen to us and um, in audio form. And um, yeah, Patreon. You can support the channel if you want to. If you want to. It's all appreciated. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode, have a good weekend, guys, and take it easy.